0: Hello, Mogi.
1: Hey, Colin.
0: How are you? Are you excited to talk about Veronica Mars today? I am so
1: excited. I feel like we made the best error in talking too much two <laughs> weeks ago, because or two episodes ago. Because I'm so glad these we get to talk about both these episodes. Two of my favorite episodes of season two. Yep. Uh, but also, like, kind of like wild stuff happens in them that. Are a little controversial, so I'm like excited to kind of dig into that. Like, it's, yeah. these are a great pairing.
0: Yes, I agree. Um, it's it's a very exciting lineup today because we're going to be talking about one angry Veronica and Wait,
1: Donut to... Run. Yeah, Donut Run.
0: Oh God, I love Donut Run so effing much. It's great.
1: Yeah, get... I. Like it a lot. I. <sighs> the show does something to us that it's never done to us before.
0: Ooh, what's that?
1: It shuts us out of Veronica's head and lets Veronica play us like she's playing everyone else.
0: Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that.
1: Because usually, you know, we don't always know all of her plans, all of the details. Mm-hmm. But she, deli- like, because we have no VO, we have no Veronica voiceover up until the. Reveal of the big twist, which I guess we got to talk about when I grew Veronica. But um, we don't have any Veronica voiceover up until the big twist in Donut Run. And right. so she never straight up lies to us, but she essentially treats us like Keith. She Yeah. She, I mean, she kind of does. She doesn't lie to us. She just acts in a way that would make us think that what's going on in her head <laughs> is <laughs> something that isn't true. She misleads us. Right. She, she tricks us, which the show usually plays with the audience at least fair now we don't always know like sometimes Veronica will be like but that's not the plan tonight and we'll be like well what is the plan Veronica I don't know yeah Um, yeah yeah yeah. but this we are shut out of Veronica um yeah she misleads us and we can never trust her the same way again then again (laughs) Keith. okay we'll get to it Uh, oh yes such a good episode before it I love this is one of my favorite, I love the movie and the play, mm-hmm. uh, 12 Angry Men. I am a big fan of this trope, um, and so in this episode, it is Christmas break, and Veronica is serving on a jury of an assault case Yes, Christmas break. But um, we all
0: love to spend our Christmas break.
1: Yeah, it would be a bummer. I forgot, because like, in college, your Christmas break is so much longer. And so it becomes, like, almost a different vibe.
0: Okay, yeah. But in
1: high school, it's really only ten days. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you had to spend those ten days at court, that would be a drag.
0: Yeah. No, I remember spending, like, ten hours at court waiting to be selected for jury duty, and that was not very fun.
1: Have you ever served on a jury?
0: No. I uh, I did the waiting room, and Mm -hmm. they played, like, that... uh... They played, like, the Civic Duty um, recording over and over again. Mm -hmm. And then I went and had lunch in the courtyard of the L.A. City courthouse, Uh which is very nice. And they had, like, the food trucks and stuff. I don't know if you've you've been.
1: Yeah, Um, I I have. I was, uh, I've done that. I've done that fun rigmarole, which to me is just, like, kind of a break of a day. I wish you got paid your day rate for it. (laughs) Like, the fact that you lose money on, which I understand, because... The government can't really afford to do it. But yeah. I get it, but it, that part is a drag. So it, it sucks that you feel like you're sort of having a day off. Like, you because you're not making money. Anyway, but in addition to that kind of day, I've also served on a jury. Oh, I was okay. on a murder jury. <gasps> um, Shut the fuck up. Yes. And it, I ended up being kind of... And I had seen this episode before, so I can't say... <laughs> like, But, like, I ended up being like the young I mean I wasn't that young I guess I was in my early 20s mid-20s but like I definitely felt like I was like the young whippersnapper who volunteered to be poor person which Veronica does not volunteer it's foisted upon her but it was the vibe was definitely like somebody's gotta do it I don't have a lot of energy to like make any you know because like it's a weird thing if no one volunteers then someone's gotta I guess it's I guess I volunteered but it's like you have the first round of volunteer, and then you wait for someone to say something, and then you're like, "All right, well, I'm willing to do it. I don't, I'm not psyched for it." And then we found him guilty of murder.
2: Whoa. It was not a,
1: it was not a death penalty case, which, um, because I'm anti-death penalty, so that would have been really hard to, yeah, to be on the jury for. But it wasn't that kind of case, or that that wasn't on the table. Um, and then we found him guilty, and it was really hard um because and it was really hard (laughs) yeah you you then go into the room and it's not like i feel like it's not like law and order tv and where the jury has to like the foreman has to stand up and say we found the defendant guilty we don't have to say that we like wrote it down and then they ask me like hey four person um is what you wrote down accurate (laughs) like you wrote this down is that could you verify that this is what you wrote down i said yep And then they, and then the, uh, and that, so that was like a weird moment, which I wasn't really ready to have to talk. And then, um, and like the, the guy is there who's just been found guilty and his, his mom is there. It's very sad. Oh my goodness. And of course the victim's family's there too, which is that whatever, but it still is just very sad. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's whatever. (laughs) Well, that doesn't like make you feel better about the fact you, I just said your son is guilty and now he has to go to prison for. Yeah murder I still beyond reason to believe and you know I have the conviction like I I don't it didn't waver my conviction it just is like it's not hard to say we're finding your son's murderer guilty in front of someone right like, that right. theoretically would feel nice um and then they but they polled the jury so I again so I said like yes that's accurate and then I'm like almost in tears so upset because <laughs> it's like really serious and I am part of a group of people that is affecting this guy's life for the rest of his life um but he murdered someone uh and then they told the jury so they're like is this accurate is this accurate that 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 you voted this way they frame it essentially so all you have to do is say yes Mm -hmm. you don't have to say again guilty or anything right Um, right but yeah so that part was hard and then i remember i went in the little jury bathroom and cried because i was just like this is so hard um but yeah, but it was intense. Anyway, so I have now done... I feel like I've done the thing. I haven't done, like, you get sequestered and it's six months or anything, like celebrity trials.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But, like, I've seen...
0: So it wasn't OJ.
1: It was oh, not Oh, well, I OJ. guess I
0: know that based on the... Yeah,
1: ending. I'm not that old. Jeez <laughs> um, Louise. Uh, No, it was a... Essentially, it was a gang-related uh, homicide where... But it sucks. Or, I mean, it always sucks. Of course, murder is bad. Um yeah. But it was a a kid or a young guy uh, who was wearing a, a Dodgers hat um, and went to get some, I think, some cigarettes from the st- at the at a liquor store. And a, another guy, the murderer, um, his friend, he was a Crip. Uh, or sorry, he was a Blood, uh, and his friend had been murdered by Crips, like the that. They had the funeral that day, and oh, so no. he went off to do a revenge killing, but he just killed a guy in a lake, in a Dodgers hat who was not gang. No one, no one accused that kid of being gang affiliated after the murder, you
0: know? Oh my God. So
1: he just shot someone he thought was a crip, but wasn't. Um, And like the poor guy, his, his girlfriend was in the car, his like girl that he was dating was in the car, and so she saw him, so, like, he came, it was, it was, like, and so her testimony, is just, like, horrific, like, it's horrific, because I feel like with gangs, I don't know, this is not what people would turn into this for, <laughs> sorry. This um, is,
0: but this is insane. But,
1: like, with gangs, it's, like, it's, in some levels, it's, like, a war, right? But, like, this was 100% a, kid, a guy, I mean, he was 18, but, A person who was completely not part of that war, who was targeted. Anyway, so it was so it was like it was really bad, and and, I mean, I think that if the victim was a crip, all of I mean, all of the facts would still be the facts of the case, Mm -hmm. but it was even more just like senseless. Like it would always would have been senseless, but it was like it feels so. Sen- senseless, meaningless. It feels so fucked up that, that that because he was wearing he was wearing his like new Dodgers cap with like the tags on it and stuff because he was he was like excited about his new hat. Yeah, and he just wore his hat to go buy some. I think I think it was cigarette, whatever, to buy something at the at the liquor store, and that was enough. You know that put him in the crosshairs. Like it's it's just. It's heartbreaking. Um. So anyway, so that was... So I did that, for, and it was like a... It lasted the trial. It wasn't every day. That was the other thing I learned in this trial is a lot of times... And I get it. Like, lawyers would just be like, yeah, let's put it off today. Or, like, we didn't get in early enough. We don't have enough time. So it ended up being, like, a month of my life.
2: Whoa. But it wasn't, like, a
1: month of every so day. And yeah, I still yeah, had yeah. a day job. So that was also a weird thing of, like, if... I got I I had to be there every morning at 10 I think it was 10 um but like I might get cut early at like 11 they might say we aren't going to actually need you today Mm -hmm. um and so you so I could go to work but I worked in Burbank it would have been a whole thing like it was always like a weird thing
0: yeah I mean Um, that's a major uh disruption to be like I'm on call for basically my you know your civic duty yes and there's no way of telling if it'll like, if I'll be in at noon or if I mm-hmm. won't be coming in at all. Like, exactly. It's...
1: And if I don't come in at all, I like, I chances are if the, cause if the trial's going, it's not like I can check emails. Right. Like when I'm hanging out, cause like you spend so much time in the hallway outside the room or in like the other ju- the jury room, the place where you guys were watching the video, like you spend a lot of time in that room waiting, uh-huh. but like, and so you can do emails in there or like, you know, go on the internet do work but if i'm if i'm being a juror i cannot i am not i can't (laughs) split my attention
0: yes you you must pay attention
1: (laughs) um oh and we had and we'll get into we'll get into one ending veronica but um we had a guy and i remember he was from the san gabriel valley that was the other thing so it's la so for me at the time i lived in west hollywood it was like a uh and at the time we had to get there at like 10 o'clock so it would be like a half hour commute not a crazy commute Mm -hmm. but there were people who had to drive all the way from like the san gabriel valley yeah every single day to downtown los angeles and for them if they got off early they couldn't go make it back to their office on time
0: right right
1: um anyway so this one guy i remember he kind of had a mullet but i didn't really i didn't really make friends with the jurors (laughs) okay um i read a book i had books like i was just like i wasn't
0: Well, and that's the, that's the, that's the professional way of going about it as a young four person.
1: Yes. Um, and so, but this one guy, and he didn't say it to me, he said to this other girl, he said, uh, this should be a short, uh, a short deliberation.
0: (gasps) Oh no. And He got
1: kicked off the jury.
0: Really? Uh
1: huh. And they had to go through all of us and say like, did this guy ever, did any, the first thing they said, like, did anyone talk to you? We had to one-on-one talk to the judge. Mm -hmm. Um, and the judge had this very like Gary Shandling vibe. (laughs) <laughs> he just, just did He like at this like so we had like patter he wasn't as aggressive like he wasn't as funny as gary shandling he just had this like, <laughs> gary shandling vibe and he would like it felt like it's larry sanders so maybe it's more of a larry sanders vibe okay. <laughs> i was like all right but anyway so we had to do one-on-ones with the judges where they asked like first they would be like did anyone say anything that you found suspicious did anyone say anything along these lines and then they were like did this guy say anything I'm right they
0: were they were like building up to it yeah
1: they kept it because they wanted to see if you you know what you would say um Uh but i didn't hear him say that i just found out i think because of i could tell by the questions and then he left and then after the after the verdict we could all talk about everything and then the girl was like oh my because she came over to me and she's like thank you for being four person i know that was a lot Oh, but also let me tell you what this guy said to oh me. Oh my god. I was, was the one like who called him soul- out. <laughs> she
0: she was your soul sister. She knew how much you needed the goss immediately. She was, exactly.
1: She's like this girl. She I'm. Volved- um, let me give her the goss. And it was like, great. I would have wondered for, I'd be on the I'd be talking to you right now on this podcast about Veronica Mars, wondering why that guy got kicked off. And now I know exactly why I get kicked off.
0: Oh my god. Okay, um, so if we have to if we have to archetype <laughs> this guy. Uh, based on, well, you can go either the, so I've never, uh, seen a production of the play, but the movie 12 angry men or one angry Veronica, which archetype did he fall into? Was he the guy with the Mets tickets? Uh, was say
1: he's like, he's a lot. If we're talking the, the, let's say the movie, Uh During the movie, he's a little George C. Scott. I think if we're talking the group, I would say he gave the vibes. Oh, by the way, did you know, (laughs) I don't know if you saw the credits. What all of the jurors were named. Not all of them got names.
0: Oh no, so no, So One I of didn't. them
1: is just called like uh oh shoot. I think it's like ugly Ned Flanders. <laughs> no, that would be too mean. It's not ugly Ned Flanders, but Ned something Ned Flanders. Oh, but it's the guy Which who, one
0: was that? The guy who like uh who was like, who, Now, sir, you are being out of line. Exactly,
1: that guy. That guy. Yes. <laughs> who also was and then he was like what is this some kind of god thing and i was like when did we talk about god what are you talking
0: yeah, about yeah that must have hit the cutting room floor yeah. i have no idea what the fuck he or was talking about or just like he's
1: ned flanders they're like oh so they're all thinking ned flanders all the time but yeah his but, uh, i got to look up and make that
0: star. work they would have had to in the show call him ned flanders <laughs> at some point <laughs> we can't just
1: assume
0: that we get ned flanders vibes cuz he's wearing a sweater vest is that
1: why i i could see it
0: I mean and with the amount of Simpson's references that we get in Veronica Mars on the reg it is no stretch of the imagination that in the writers room they referred to him only as ugly Ned Flanders <laughs> for weeks leading up to, to look the it show up. it
1: was something and now I feel like mean because I'm not saying the guy is ugly I've seen the, no. the actor is like a there and they also they this is a stacked jury pool mhm um it is a bunch of character actors who some yep. Previously had other work on sitcoms or shows Come in the future. Uh, our knitting grandma lady, she plays, and I call her grandma because she's a grandmother on um, Jane the Virgin.
2: Ah, okay. So she's
1: one of the core cast of Jane the Virgin. She's great. Okay. We have uh, the Todd from Scrubs. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Playing essentially the t- <laughs> When I first the- saw, I was like, oh, it's the Todd from Scrubs. And then his first line is just so oh he's got mad ups yo i was like are you just playing the todd from scrubs right now
0: well and i mean so a a little side jog into my 12 angry men is one of my favorite uh like classic movies right i'll put that i'll put classics into its own category um but the fucking guy who's just constantly concerned about his baseball tickets is Hands down my favorite character. <laughs> I fucking love that guy. He just, he's got places oh, he's got, to be. He's got Nick uh no, and it's not Nick Tickets. I think it's Met Tickets. Yeah. And I think he that, just yeah. wants to go watch his ball game. Uh and so the Todd definitely like is the stand in for that character.
1: Yes. Um
0: you know so what? I was I was excited by him. Um uh, every viewing.
1: We don't have a Piglet. Okay, so you know how the one guy in the movie, Twelve Angry Men, is the voice of Piglet? Oh. <laughs>
0: wait, wait, no, but I mean, I wait. What?
1: <laughs> okay, there's one guy in Twelve Angry Men who's very timid at the beginning. He eventually yells at George C. Scott and gets great, yep. but like he's very timid. And he's got a very soft voice. He is the voice of Piglet. Okay, from Winnie the Pooh.
0: <laughs> That's amazing.
1: Um, so I always think of as Piglet, but we don't really have that. We, co- I guess, sort of with the um.
0: That that would be Sexy Ned Flanders. I'm taking it back for him. All right, Sexy Ned
1: Flanders. And by the way, his his actual credit, this uh-huh. is why I'm a bad person, his actual credit is Ned Flanders type.
0: Uh, you just fucking, you <laughs> fucking downgraded him so
1: hard. I know, I didn't even mean it. And I like the actor. His name's Wesley Mann. He's in like a million things. Um, He's a very, like, He is always. Whenever I see him in a show, I know he's going to be fun. Like he's a very fun guy. Uh, like you know, it's the kind of career that you would dream of as a character actor. Like he just does. uh, I mean, honestly,
0: we're just learning. We're just learning a bit about Ryan Mogi type.
1: Yeah, no, Ryan is not Ned Flanders
0: type. No, not that you're a monster. (laughs) You're just not attracted to Ned Flanders types, and that's fine.
1: I think it's more that I find Ned Flanders in my mind, which again, Mm -hmm. you I'm translating it from Simpson to human. I think ned flanders i r l is above average looking
0: yes absolutely. not just when well, he takes
1: his shirt off and all that, but like the i think he probably has a very good like classically handsome face in absolutely you know. absolutely and are this you man familiar is a character with actor
0: are you is, familiar yeah. with uh with oakley dokiley the uh flanders themed uh heavy metal band
1: <gasps> no, but I might fall in love with them all
0: they're very fun. But the lead singer, like, truly like and they do, you know, the pink shirt underneath mm-hmm. the green sweater and like the Perfect. mustaches and stuff like that. But then the lead singer of that band truly looks like a kind of hot metal version of Ned Flanders. Like it is a it is very one to one, the comparison. And so I that's sort of the human um yes. uh equivalent that I equate to it.
1: I think that's totally valid. I think that's that's I, I he's Ned Flanders is good looking. That's part of the. That's part of why Homer, Homer would never say it.
2: Mm-hmm. But well, he does stupid, sexy Flanders.
1: Yeah, you're right. He does say it. But I, I don't know that Homer's. Yeah, I don't know that Homer would describe if he was saying, "Tell me about your neighbor." I don't think handsome would come up, but it would mm-hmm. be banging around Homer's head really hard as he was trying to say other things.
0: Right, and like, that's just more reason for Homer to to hate him.
1: Oh yeah, that's the reason for Homer to resent him.
0: Yeah. But you know, and, and Flanders Yeah, man, Flanders is cute. Yeah, Flanders
1: and I, is a I, cutie boy.
0: You know, all, all Simpsons characters are drawn like a little uh a little round in the middle. Yes. But for me, that's just that's just his sweater. He just wears a poofy sweater.
1: Well we know that it's just his sweater.
0: Yes, we do. Now we know. <laughs> now we know. Ever we since the through. ski trip.
1: <laughs> He's got a tight little butt and a big strong chest. Um <laughs> But no, okay, so, and there's stuff that happens at the top of this episode before we go to, uh, there's stuff that happens at the beginning of this episode and the end of this episode that are not trial-related, but I feel yes. like they both will lead us right into the next step to Donut Run, so I feel like we could talk them toward the end. Like, let's talk, I'm proposing, we I, talk I, trial, I, yeah. and then we can get into the Megavit and all that other stuff.
0: Absolutely. Love it.
1: Okay. Uh, oh my gosh. And there's, <laughs> I love this trial. Now, okay. I will. Okay. I love this trial. I love this setup. This is my favorite. Co- like I said, I love this story beat that you could, you know, this structure. Mm-hmm. Now, it is a very, in the movie 12 Angry Men play, whatever. In 12 Angry Men, you do start with everyone saying guilty and slowly realizing that there's a reasonable doubt and moving to not guilty. Right. Or sorry, not uh, yeah, not guilty. Which in this they go guilty versus innocent, and I'm like, it's not your job to find out if they're innocent.
0: Yes, <laughs> like, I know that might be as crazy. a former
1: person, I was like, oh, Veronica. Um, but okay, so you're sp- so that's the original plot as you go from guilty not guilty to go from not guilty or from innocent
2: <laughs> to
1: <laughs> guilty, especially with the help of your dad. Giving you information you didn't have, yeah, like this isn't how justice is supposed to work <laughs> like this,
0: this jury is compromised, okay
1: The jury's compromised the obviously the the prosecutors are not good at their jobs, that they mm-hmm. didn't realize the quote unquote pimp it was a football player who like the, he the, they didn't get the connection between. The agent, father, and and the pip that they didn't like figure that out. It's like, do they not have an investigator on staff? I've seen the well, good wife. You gotta yeah, have from an my, investigator.
0: From my true crime uh, you know, watchings, we see it all the time where prosecutors will have information like this, or even, you know, defense attorneys will have yeah. this information and not see a clear path to weave the story in for the jury, right? And so they omit it because what they say all the time is you want a simple A to B to C storyline that Mm -hmm. the jurors can follow and reach the conclusion that you want them to reach. And it gets complicated. But, you know, V is very used to (laughs) attaching very complicated strings to one another
1: to be fair to the situation and maybe this is going to sound like I'm being unfair, the victim is lying. Sure. So that's also part of it. It's not just like if you just believe the victim, you're still not going to have the right answer. It's not like one side, it, I mean the the perpetrators of the violence are all, everyone's lying, but it's mm-hmm. like the victim is like Now she's. I understand why she's lying and why she's trying to you know, she doesn't want a gun charge, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Or you know, who knows where that gun came from. But like, it's definitely like it's definitely not. That is not what jury rooms are. Now, Twelve Angry Men is what jury rooms are supposed to be.
0: Right. Like discussing discussing the facts as they were presented exactly,
1: and then making sure that you understanding the weight of reasonable doubt. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that to me, every person growing up should watch Twelve Angry Men. Every American citizen, I guess should Watch mm. that before you were 18 so that you have an understanding of your job in a jury deliberation, right? Right, right. This episode you should not watch before you go to Jury duty. <laughs> You're gonna start Googling because imagine with Google, people probably are doing all kinds of stuff. Like,
0: we're so let me to jump back to your experience. Yeah. Were you like explicitly told, like, hey, don't do yes. your own private investigation? You we were
1: told, like, don't look it up, don't try to find details on this case, don't you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It was also, and this was a thing too. It's like we were, um, and that's the other thing is I am not from the perspective of where I read a novel about this afterwards. So I'm sure there were piece, things from this case that were omitted
2: mm-hmm. from
1: either side for you know whatever reason. But, um, I feel like they, in the jury selection process, they went through so many people to get the jury. Um, okay. They, I think, cut a lot of people who maybe would have that information. Like, honestly, the radio DJ, it's kind of shocking that he didn't get cut.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Because he, by the defense. Because he, in his head, had information that, and now he didn't have to look that up. Now, Veronica did.
0: And she, she kind of, she spoon fed she, him the she him, the but remembrance.
1: Yeah, and he probably should have paid better attention during the trial, because really, all he had she had to do is say that name sounds familiar, a name he had heard hundreds of times from being a I juror. I guess, in the I
0: guess, but here's the thing: is the idea that he was a like good college prospect at SD State? Is that like actually? Super relevant in the mind of the defense or the, the prosecution well, or depends. the jurors.
1: Does the defense know the sneakery that is happening? I don't know. I guess that's the question. I assume the defense would know. Would I, have... think
0: if you're, I think if you're smart enough to, or you're able and, uh, I don't know, crafty, whatever the, whatever the term. I don't want to say smart yeah. enough. But if you're the type of person who's going to hire someone to take the fall for your son's crime, you're also the type of person who realizes you cannot let your son's lawyer find out about that shit. Like, that has to be done so clandestinely that you're the only person who knows. You can't even tell your son that shit's going on. And, you know, the fucking... <laughs> these kids are probably like, oh, it's a miracle! You know? Like, they wouldn't even think twice about someone just coming in to save the day for them, because that's... a uh, you know, status quo for their lives—that things just work out no matter what.
1: I mean, the I, kids have to know. Again, the kids could be willfully ignorant, but if you commit a crime and then later somebody comes up and says admits to the crime you committed, that's not just like everything working out for you. You can, nobody just admits to crimes they didn't commit.
0: Uh, people do all the time. Thank you very much. I watch the confession tapes.
1: Okay, fine. People, you're right. People do, but people who don't have a mental illness.
0: No, not true.
1: Yeah. You have mental illness. Coerced into it all the time. Okay. But that's not what we're, that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about coerce. He,
0: he showed up. He showed, yes, he showed up out of the goodness of his, of his heart, uh, is like the, the story that, that they're being.
1: Right. And so those little bastards who beat that woman up. Mm -hmm. Know for a fact that something shady must have happened. Now, they, if they're smart, just like the lawyer, if they're smart, you don't ask questions.
0: Yes. I think once that's, you know, that's the situation. But that's
1: different than like thinking, oh, everything works out for me. Like, that's not just working out. That's someone is working it out for you.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think, of, I think the power else, of denial is is pretty fucking strong.
1: Yeah, I'm glad we never met these characters because I, I hate them so much.
0: I actually am glad, just as part of the format. And obviously, it has. Twelve Angry Men to go as its basis yeah. for format. But I'm so glad that we're out of the courtroom and we're just in the uh deliberation the whole time. It's so fun. Yes. And for it, people who are unfamiliar with the play oh, or yes. the movie, like most what a treat.
1: Yeah. No, it's a great it's a great plot device. It also is a fun way for us to get Veronica out of the high school setting. Mm-hmm. And away from anybody who knows who Veronica Mars is.
2: She yeah, has no yeah.
1: reputation with any of these people. So it's also kind of nice to see her and, and see it with the woman from Hearst, who she was credited as a studies professor. I was mm-hmm. like, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that says anything about her, but I'm like, I don't know that anything she did or didn't do in that jury room would have made me think that she was a woman's studies professor or not. Um, it's just interesting that's her title. Sort of like the Deathlanders guy. Yeah. Um but she totally identifies Veronica's skills and intelligence and all that stuff. And again, she doesn't have the background of Keith famous Keith Mars or you know, who Veronica is at school or any of that background. So it's it's cool to see Veronica succeed, you know, kind of in her without any of that other stuff around her. It
0: almost, like, harkens back to season one, Veronica. Because by the end of season one, and, Mm -hmm. you know, especially the beginning of season two, like, now she is famous. The PCHers know her to be a true flip-flopper, so they hate her for her involvement in all investigation. All the O-Niners have been, like, personally busted for their B-story crimes over and over again. So they are, like, suspicious and weary of her. She's got her whole thing with Weevil and Logan. And, you know, she's, uh, Duncan's kind of over the trust issues, but she's investigated him. That was a problem. So, like, every character we interact with on the regular is doing their best to keep Veronica at arm's length, right? Right. Even though you can't, because she'll juke your ass every time. True. Um. But, yeah, in a lot of ways, like, these people uh, in the jury are getting their first taste of Veronica Mars. And it is fun to see that again.
1: It is, and especially the, you know, what I feel like we definitely saw in the first season and we haven't got a chance to see as much this season is the underestimating her. I mean, yes. the gas bag, which I don't know that he gets a name, but I hate him. <laughs> I, hate, I hate him enough that it's okay we didn't see the guys who beat up the girl because I would have just had so much hate too many people on the screen I would have had explode. Yeah, sure. I hate that guy so much. Uh, But yep. he is so condescending, and his making Veronica a four-person was essentially to... Shirk any administrative duty. I feel like he was making her secretary, and
0: yeah, to get because it his assumption quickly. is that it must be him being the most qualified and capable. Well, uh, at human the beginning, I was like, "Are you table. a
1: bailiff?" Like the way he's talking and the whole thing. I was like, "Are I was like, Are you sure you're a juror? Because you're acting like <laughs> I was like, Did they let the bailiff come in? Like, what is happening? Um, because he does. He <laughs> assumes an authority that he really. That no one gave him. Um, right that's such a good point that he just is like, well, of course you guys think I'm going to be four person, but I I'm willing to bestow this job onto the young blonde chick in the room.
0: Mhm. Give her a shot. Why not?
1: <laughs> well, he's soon fine Yep. Um Oh god, I hate that guy so much. Uh and he is ready, and that's the other thing is he's ready to vote immediately, which you're not supposed to do. Mm. At least in L.A. County. Um, Oh,
0: yes, but Veronica being the foreperson, Mm -hmm. uh, she She holds them to
1: the rules. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you're supposed to talk it out. You're not supposed to vote right away. Um, And then you can take a poll after you've discussed. And again, the poll should not be guilty versus innocent. Unless you want to add a third thing, which is guilty, but I can't prove, but not proved. Um, Whatever. (laughs) That's not how it works.
0: It's so funny because on TV for many many years it's been established guilty and non-guilty. It's not like people wouldn't be confused by a non not guilty verdict. I wonder why no. they went with innocent.
1: innocent. Throughout I don't know the show. Unless they were trying to say this is where we're because I do think Veronica, as she engages more deeply, and I think she's inspired by knitting grandma, who I love knitting mm-hmm. grandma, mm-hmm. knitting woman probably, but I'm making her grandma because she plays a grandma on Jane the Virgin.
0: I believe it's Ugly Knitting Grandma.
1: (laughs) No, it's Super Likable, Let's Knit Together (laughs) Grandma. Um, No, her title is Knitting Grandmother. All right, that makes me feel bad. Oh, my God. The guy we hate, his title, his credit is Captain of Industry.
0: Ooh. (laughs) I mean, can you explain to the shareholders why the CEO wasn't present at the meeting?
1: For the meeting so he could outsource, which is like, why would anyone in this room? Care if you get to outsource to Bangalore or whatever you said.
0: Oh, he has no idea what the people in that room think of his. That's true. Shit. He thinks people
1: care, but it's like it's not like he was saying I have a meeting with the union and we have to talk. Or like, who cares? I don't care if you're going to take and it's. I don't. I was gonna say take jobs, and I don't even really mean that. But sort of, like I'm not invested in the profits that you make. Why would right. I be invested in your profits?
0: Yeah, it just goes to his assumption that his shit is the best shit in the room.
1: Yeah, which no one cares about you, dude. You suck. Um, (laughs) I mean, I care about you like I want you to die. But anyway. (laughs) So I think maybe it's written that way so that Veronica evolves past this innocent guilt. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird to say innocent guilt because that's not what.
0: I don't know if this was the intention behind it. Or if there was yeah. any intention behind it, but I mean that is how Veronica sees the world, right? That's true. It's all very black and white, and either mm-hmm. you did it or you you did it or you did not do it.
1: And she's the judge because yep. she will choose when and what to let go. And I I'm jumping over to this, but we can jump back. Mm-hmm. Her graciousness with Meg is a little disgusting, considering how shitty. <laughs> She has been she has not tried to she knows that someone drove the the bus got exploded. she knows that and she's known that for months she's done nothing to figure it out. she's a detective by trade she's yep. done nothing to figure that out but she's found forgive. the
0: rat in the oh, freezer she, she, yeah, she, she had her, her aha moment. moment
1: she heard the bus explode. was that like episode three?
0: Something like that. I yeah, mean, the voicemail. Did,
1: yeah, and we also took a break, so it also feels like a really long time to me. I know it's only <laughs> Christmas break, but she's so gracious with Meg. Oh, it's okay that you were a bit of a bitch to me. I'm so willing to help you now. Okay. Veronica. Do not. Come on. Oh, I'm willing to say it's all at water under the bridge, pregnant Meg. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Veronica, you still feel like the villain. And of course I'm biased because I've been leading on and it is informed by what some, some pain that we're going to get through in a, in a donut run. Yes. But I have not been shy from, I think season one Mm -hmm. about how Meg is right and Veronica is wrong in all instances. And I will never waver on that.
1: I, you know, I'll
0: cool my, I will cool my jets in the donut world. Over the course of this show, I've proven that. I didn't think it was going to happen. But but Meg is infallible, and I cannot let go of that belief.
1: Meg is a good person, and she does her best. I think, and not to rehash some season one problem, her expectation that Veronica would be okay with her and Duncan is an extension of either... Now, it's not fair to her on one level, right? Because we know Veronica's actual inner thoughts. Except for this first half of the next episode. We know what Veronica actually thinks, what she really is telling herself in her head, what she feels. Meg doesn't. Meg knows what Veronica says. So Veronica says, Duncan's your secret admirer. Go be with him. But we know that that makes Veronica uncomfortable. And then I think Veronica shows that she's uncomfortable. And Meg is like, yeah, but are you really uncomfortable? Are you really uncomfortable? Or can we force you to be comfortable with this by exposure therapy?
0: Yeah, but I feel like she's getting that from, I mean, A, it is a Meg personality trait that, like, we must be kind and outgoing and reach out to those we love. And Meg is friends
1: to everybody. Meg is still friends with o-niner people she's shitty dick
0: o-niners is a,
1: dick is like meg's gonna party with us which again i know i'm jumping around but dude, <laughs> dick's like meg's gonna come party i'm like we does beggar beg ever been like let's party that's not meg but yeah i'm sure she was very nice to you dick when you invited her like yeah she is friends with o-niners she's friends with everyone like mm-hmm. i get meg is a peach meg is a peach yeah and i love Meg's death and you know yeah. all the way to her death i love her um so yeah, I guess I'm wavering. Of like, I don't blame Meg for anything she's done, and even no, though Veronica Stass would... has been was really just giving Veronica what Veronica gives everyone else all the time,
0: right? And here's the thing: Veronica was being, you know, I pretty transparent in her disappointment with her date with Meg dating Duncan, yes. but then when it went the other way. Veronica acted exactly like Meg did.
1: 100%. Sitting and- back
0: to her on the bus, trying to get her to uh, to do uh, the whole like water under the bridge thing. And Meg's anger
1: is based on the fact that she
0: is now pregnant with a child out of leg- wedlock with this man who is just, like, flip-flopping all over the fucking place. And, and you know that when Meg, like, uh, I guess we saw, you know, briefly Duncan being like, oh, I don't know, maybe we should leave Veronica alone. Like, we see that briefly. Yeah. But Donut, as we've, you know, talked about a million times, he could compartmentalize anything. So mm-hmm. I'm sure when he was dating Meg, he was like, oh, Veronica, don't worry about it. Let's just pretend it, 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 she doesn't exist.
1: A hundred percent. And just like he tries to pretend with Veronica that Meg doesn't exist even when he knows Meg is pregnant.
2: <gasps>
1: um, well, yeah, <laughs> why Fucking would that affect donut? either you or me? Oh,
0: God. Fucking Donut. Fucking Donut.
1: Uh. uh we won't get it. Yeah. I uh okay, but we got it. We got it. There's a whole nother storyline we have not even mentioned in this that features Logan, Leo, mm-hmm. Keith. He's yeah. got yeah. a job. keith got a job working for Woody as an independent researcher? No, that's how they called it. An independent
0: it was like a task force investigation. Yeah. Task, independent not a private Yes, not no, a but private it, it, yes, investigator. Yes, an
1: independent inquiry into um, the Lily Kane, Aaron Eccles tapes, sex tapes, yes. that and have I been love, stolen.
0: I love Woody's explanation as to why this case is so important, and that is that Neptone, Neptune will be designated Bozo Town? If uh people find out.
1: Yeah, they'll be like, what idiots, what bumpkins. Whoa,
0: what a bozo town.
1: I know, but that's the thing, Woody, and we know this, Woody is only thinking about incorporation right now. Mm-hmm. So he just wants people to think, oh, if you get the good parts of Neptune together, it's a fun place to spend a lot of money on real estate. He doesn't yep. care about <laughs> he doesn't care about justice for Lily. That's oh, like no. not even Okay, also, and this does not get brought up, and I can't remember if it gets brought up in the future when these tapes are discussed. These tapes are child pornography. Yes, they are. They are illegal to own, Mm -hmm. view, obtain. You cannot sell child pornography to tabloids and expect, yes, does child pornography make it a dinner? Of course it does. I'm not trying to say it never would have. There's no way that that could happen. But this idea that any tabloid is going to buy child porn, just having that transferred to them is a crime. Having that on a hard drive is a crime. It's not a crime for the police to have it, obviously. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a a fucking crime. It's a
0: very serious crime for someone to take it from the police, though.
1: Yes! We'll get into Marble Mouth in a second. But, like, (laughs) it's wild. And I get it that the show, that's not the story that the show wants to tell. The story is more about, like, you know, Logan's self-torture and Leo's. and this And the sensationalism
0: of the celebrity yes. of the crime right. and Which, all that.
1: But again, it's him having sex with a 17-year-old girl. Because I was like, maybe I misremember how old Lily was. And so I went back. No, she's a junior in high school. Mm-hmm. She was not 18. Yep. On her 18th birthday, I think they dedicated a fountain to her. <laughs> that was post-death. And certainly post sex with Aaron. Yeah. I can't believe the show. And again, I think if the show was made now, there's mm-hmm. no, someone in the writer. Someone would have been like, "Guys, we got to address that this is child yes. porn." Like, well, not- and
0: and here's the thing: it is huge. You know the the justification of like, oh, well, now we can testify uh, to the existence of this evidence. Yeah. That's like the justification they use over and over and over right. again after stealing the evidence, destroying the evidence, et cetera, et cetera. Um that really glosses over the fact that you can if you fail to convict on murder of mm-hmm. for Aaron Ackles, you can convict him for the creation and distribution of child porn. hundred percent at least possession, you know. You yeah. can still put him well, away he, no, he for shot a very it. long time. It
1: was in his pool house. Yes. He yes. recorded it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like it's not I, I
0: it is uh, not a small amount of evidence.
1: It's not a small amount of evidence. Yeah. And,
0: and I say you try that. I say you try that separately, personally. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah, you go so you, for the you go yeah. for the murder and then if you fall short on that, you've got like, well, guess what? We can get him for like 25 years or something like that. A
1: 100%. I feel like you keep him in on trial and in prison for as long as humanly possible. Mhm. But yeah, no one and again, I I get I get the story that they're telling, and that isn't that story, but the reality is the existence. these tapes outside of the custody of the police are immediately illegal, and everyone who touches them are committing a crime. Yep. Even if it was your the love of your life. That doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> Which now he's, he's an adult now. Oh, shit. I hadn't even thought about that piece, so... I guess it's the same... I mean, I don't know how the law changes, I don't really know either. I don't need to know more details about these laws beyond, like, everybody should go to prison. Um, Though it is weird, and we don't have to get into this, but I always think of it. It is weird that, like, that you could, the, like, sexting element of it, mm-hmm. that, like, if a 16-year-old girl took a picture of her own boob and sent it to her boyfriend, those images are like illegal.
0: Yes. And, and that... actually I have I have heard uh, cases of kids in like junior high being charged with uh, child pornography. Yes yeah, for so it's receiving a... yeah, uh, so, and images I... like that.
1: And I... <sighs> I I don't It's a weird application it's of a the weird law. I mean of in, law. in
0: America at least we see it all the time where like laws that are specifically built to protect people mm-hmm. are used like in very aggressive letter of the law situations to punish people instead of protecting. You know, it's yeah. like the whole like the idea of like punishment and incarceration being the same as protecting and serving, which mm-hmm. is a philosophy I don't really believe, you right. know what I mean?
1: But well, that is like the
0: structure that yeah. we have.
1: Yes. To me part of the issue, and we can just like fix policing on this podcast, I think. Yeah, um, I think so. I think part of it is the... Uh, I think that those can all be purposes of the same group, potentially. Mm-hmm. I've, it, we haven't made it work in the United States. But there should be a hierarchy. And protect should be significantly above all those other ones. And serve should also be partic- significantly above uh, punish, punish is not the should not be the uh primary goal of any behavior of any um action. It's I recognize that it is, but mm-hmm. if are you the question, you should pass the test of are you protect are you serving the community? And I think service should be number one. Are you serving the the, the people of the community? Right. Are you protecting the people of the community? And then significantly below that, I feel like there's other ones before we even get to. Punishing members of the community.
0: Right. Well, and I mean, the idea is that by punishing... um, What's the word? Uh, uh, Criminals? Yeah, uh, criminals will work. I was looking for a a fancier one. But by punishing the criminals who do harm to society that you're you're serving and protecting. And that's not to say that that's completely wrong. Like, that does have to be part of it. But also, you know, there's no... If that's the end all be all goal, then what do you, like? What are we really doing? We're just yeah. sort of reacting to negativity by like trying to whisk people away into dark, abandoned spaces outside mm-hmm. well, of society.
1: Like it's, and and this is a whole other element to of it. But I know it's all part of the same like cancerous, horrible system. But mm-hmm. like, there's also a when we get to incarceration there's a a profit element
2: <laughs> right, right that
1: sh- should be complete like so there's a it's like it It doesn't create necessarily literal quotas for punishment and incarcer- incarceration but it does create a drive toward those things like imagine if you were raising a child and you had a certain number of timeouts you had to do with that child and right. you would There'd be money to be made. Like that's insane. That's not how mm-hmm. that that's not. It's completely, you know, putting outcomes in front of uh inputs. Like it doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah. Um, and when I was when I was working in Georgia, um, mm-hmm. in this sort of field. Yeah. You know, there was a very implied quota system. There wasn't a literal one, but when okay. you're in a state that just built you a brand new you know, multi-million dollar facility for Mm -hmm. housing criminals. Right. You fill it. Like, the the local community and the cops and the people who were working there, and it was like a, it was seen as this, like, boon for the community because Mm -hmm. jailing was a major industry there. Right. And when they got a brand new, huge, massive facility that was nowhere near full, there was a pressure to fill it. And it's like, well, that's interesting as an outsider yeah. looking in.
1: That's effed up. Yep. Do you ever think about that Airbnb listing that we saw that was a house in the front and a prison or a jail in the back?
0: Yeah, I think about that place all the time. <laughs> I
1: think about it at least once every couple of days. And I'm like, that's, what a life.
0: Dude, I know. In the aftertimes when... <laughs> When I can run a fucking weird jail themed hotel, like
1: why why aren't oh I buying God. that place right now? And
0: the thing is, this, I looked uh, at it, and I know I talked to you, like yeah, it's it's like fucking five hours outside of St. Louis. Like I need a I need a city closer than that. I really don't well, know how I would do
1: as a because I think it was like Jefferson City, right?
0: Mm-hmm, something like that. Something
1: like that. So I, it is outside St. L- It's far from St. Louis, but you also have an. Not just because I went to Mizzou, uh, but there is Columbia, Missouri, which is okay. where University is. That oh, is okay. a, I think you would be okay there. I think you yep. would miss some big city stuff, but like there's good local music, like good music venues. There's good food, good coffee. Like, I, I think you, if you were a profitable businessman who could also go on trips to cities
0: mm-hmm. and travel,
1: for the countryside as much as you wanted, you know, with all the money. Largest you're gonna make from this uh jail I- Airbnb situation or like hotel situation bread and breakfast? Oh my god, a jail bed and breakfast! Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's a cot, and it would and be local, squares.
0: like like laser tag night and shit oh. like that when bookings are slow. And I would yeah. do like movie screenings. Oh my god, it would be amazing! I think most of the year I would Airbnb the house part and live in the jail myself. um <laughs> Come on. You why not? Make so
1: much more money in the jail.
0: Yeah, the jail you I, I, I would the imagine. Jail is money is. Yeah, well, All we world, we were just houses. complaining about
1: that. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Well, okay, the problem is twofold. Right? The problem is the system, and then there's the problem of the people. And people if they have an opportunity to become corrupt, they're gonna. Even mm. sweet boys. Even the sweetest boys who just want to invite you to a warehouse to see their band play. They can get corrupted. And as much as it's a, he's a creep, because he is like hitting on a 16-year-old and he's Yes, a uh,
0: potential child pornographer. Yes, <laughs> himself. Himself. <laughs> we saw the warning signs. We saw the warning
1: signs. But Fucking the, show does Marble not Mouth. Want, the show does not want to engage with that. And I get it, because that's a whole other <laughs> piece of things the show does not want to. Which I, okay, fine, Joe.
0: I really want to talk about his season four trajectory, too, oh, because we, what oh, the fuck? I know. We need, we need stricter background tra- checks do in this not, nation.
1: Is, that the, but is it season four that we first know his fader? I think we see him in, in the movie.
0: Oh, no? yes. He's, he's doing something in the movie. He's like a, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: and he's also. He's, he's
0: not an inmate.
1: <laughs> no, and he's not in the, which we'll also talk about. And I'm sure we'll, do a, we'll have to do a special up about. The little featurette that was made post-season three.
0: I love the... Uh, I guess now we can call that the season four false start.
1: Yeah, season four false start, pre-movie. Um, but we'll get to it. We'll talk about yeah. it. But yes, Leo's trajectory is wild, considering he steals child porn from Neptune. Uh, and,
0: I mean, to jump ahead just to the end, end of this episode, I mean, Keith allows it. It is 100%. I mean, he loses his Keith- job. Oh, that is not enough of a punishment. Keith but, is like, yeah. "Hey, confess! Don't get a lawyer. Don't call your fucking sheriff's union rep, which you know they would have got him off scot free." But instead, he's he's a nice, honest, fucking mumbly mouth. Right. Well, boy. and
1: most key to what we see of his future, it doesn't go on his rec. It goes on a record as a resignation. Yes. Uh, he does not. Nothing goes on his record that of the crime he committed
0: because uh, basically Keith sets it up for him to be guilty of negligence yes. which is a far lesser crime than stealing and distributing child pornography. And to be
1: honest, he was guilty of that last time we saw him. Remember he <laughs> let Veronica break in? Like he has been negligent. So like both But there was pizza to distract There was them. pizza. Okay. And I will also say and I think that Max Greenfield between the two seasons like forgot how to play Leo. Cause he and it's he is not as marble mouth did this episode.
0: No, he's not He doesn't
1: mumble nearly enough. It's like, I know it's you and I recognize your wavy beautiful hair, but mm-hmm. like you are not I think he goes back to mumbling more. Well, I'm gonna keep listening for it. But season one, he is marble mouth boy. Come on, Veronica. Like <laughs> 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 I, whoa, 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 whoa. I'd love to see your ceiling while I'm having sex with you, you child.
0: Uh. Uh, but like, I mean, the only whisk of how I ask people to go out on dates with me is they're too young to get into the rock club.
1: <laughs>
0: Fucking Marble Mouth.
1: Fuck and it's you, funny Leo. It's so funny because he goes on to play a character who is both wildly different than Leo, but is not a Marble Mouth, even a little bit, in New Girl. He is. There's no... Marbles are nowhere to be seen in Schmidt. I've,
0: I feel like... Here's a theory I've just developed.
1: Okay.
0: Maybe you get that job he goes into the audition and makes just a bold choice he's like i'm gonna fucking mush mouth my way through this audition (laughs) and because it worked because it proved like oh wow he seems like a really fucking bumbly dumb uh puppy Mm -hmm. dog they cast him and because it worked for that reason he's like okay well i guess this is who i am then they get rid of the character for a little while and they bring him back and he's either forgotten how to do it or just doesn't feel like doing it anymore. Uh he's, you know, auditioned for a lot of other things and the mumble mouth has failed him. Yes. Uh so he just abandons it and no one you know no one no one remembers. I don't I know who yeah. directed this episode, but it's very likely because, you know, most TV shows like has a different director every episode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Very dire- uh very likely that just nobody even thought twice about his mumbliness.
1: And it's still him. I think really it's that the mumble season one Leo is run, runs so in contrast to modern Max Greenfield and Schmidt, the character. Sure. Is very different than season one Leo.
2: hmm
1: Um. Like if you told me they were identical cousins, I'd be like, okay, I believe it. Um <laughs>
0: Really, I would I would have a hard time with that finding out those characters were related.
1: No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If you told me that there are two different actors that were identical oh. cousins, one oh, of whom oh, oh. played Mumblemouth, uh, season one Leo, and the other went on to be on a Fox sitcom called New Girl, gotcha. I'd be like, okay. oh, okay. I mean, people have twins in Hollywood. Yeah. Or identical. No, I was cousins. just talk-
0: I was just talking about this the other day. Um. With the uh the London twins and then that other set of twins that, uh what one of them was in Veronica Mars uh, what's his name? So
1: Jeremy and Jason London.
0: Jeremy and Jason London, and then the other set of twins, uh the guy who plays uh, uh the bad boyfriend. Oh God, I'm drawing such a blank.
1: Oh, the gods why I always forget our twins until I'm reminded they're two different guys. The yes. guy who played Troy.
0: Troy, yes, who yes. Who is the guy who-
1: not the guy who played Iceman, or he did, or he's. He either is Iceman or he is the twin, or he is
0: not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or he was in the following with Kevin Bacon. Who knows?
1: Who, who knows? The problem with these twins, those twins, and same I, with the London. Yes,
0: there's only enough work in this town for, like for one, one guy, of them.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. That's, so yeah, oh, I, that's be so I really hard. feel hard
1: I don't know what else Troy has done, but I know that someone with his face, I could name like five things. They've done. Yes,
0: it's either he's, <laughs> it's either he's done a lot or nothing. Or half of what would make <laughs> one, like, working actor's career? Who
1: knows? All right, I have to admit to you, when you said the London twins, for some reason, I thought this was a larger Mary-Kate Mary and Ashley conspiracy, and you were referencing their London movie, and then you're going to be like, the Paris movie, the New York no, movie,
0: the no, Full no, House no. show. I... And
1: I was like, I was really trying to, like, get there.
0: No, I, I refer like, to them as the "How the West Was uh, Was Fun" twins. Oh
1: yes, the "How the West Was Fun" twins. Um, yeah. I love them as the "It Takes Two twins, where I <laughs> think they are not twins. One of those, it's like parent. Tra- There's one where they just happen to be identical.
0: <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Where I they think just happen Steve to be identical?
1: Gutenberg Kirstie Alley oh, one.
0: Yes, yes, it was like a parent trap, but not the but parent trap parent. that we maybe came they were to know just
1: maybe they were just adopted. But it was like um. a weird one where it wasn't because Kirstie Alley and Steve Guttenberg never knew each other, but they had identical kids. Who it's ran, it takes two. Yes, and they 1995, ran And I think they physically. Two. Run into each other, like, as if a person would run into a mirror, and that would be normal. That's not what you would do if you saw a <laughs> yes. mirror.
0: Yes, they bu- <laughs> <laughs> like they're a fucking bird or iguana. <laughs> exactly.
1: They run right <laughs> into each other. Um, Yeah, I need to rewatch that movie. I remember loving that movie. And really oh, shipping man. Here's the Alley and Steve Guttenberg. Our boy Woody. Oh, man, I mean, our as you know... Woody.
0: He's no, is, he's no mayor of Bozo Town in that one.
1: No, he, but he's also the lead in, and I probably talked about the already on here because I'm very excited about it. The movie Don't Tell Her It's Me, a.k.a. The Boyfriend School, available on Amazon Prime right now, where Steve Gutenberg plays a dud who gets a makeover from his romance novelist Stepsister, who turns him into Sexy Lobo, a motorcycle-riding hunk with long, oh. flowing locks
0: amazing it's uh so you good. for sure have talked about that
1: before <laughs> i feel like i've talked made you listen to me talk about it enough that at this point you should have seen the movie i i'm sorry i like i don't uh, know what to tell, tell you
0: i'm sorry it's- yeah i'll have to i'll have to oh no
1: what uh it's
0: sexy loba lobo oh lobo, lobo.
2: okay correct to loba
0: with an a and the first google result uh is deviantart.com oh uh, i'm gonna i just gotta click i have to okay
1: oh
0: okay this is she's got to be like a video game or star wars character i'm not familiar with okay but yeah she's sexy no but she
1: got a big big butt no lobo moronga he's australian lobo. he's amazing well, then why are you thing. saying
0: it with a why are you saying it with a latin accent
1: because i can't do australian oi
0: lobo moronga
1: oh. hey there you are steve gutenberg Here's the thing right. that's really true about the movie. And on if you're interested in watching it on Amazon Prime, it's called The Boyfriend School on Amazon Prime. Uh, it had a different title when it first came out, but it's called The Boyfriend School. Uh, Colin, someday you will watch this movie. And it may be 50 years from now. Mm-hmm. And you will immediately, whatever it is, video chat me or like hologram, <laughs> whatever it is, in 50 years. And, and, a po- and you're going to sincerely, and I'm going to think someone's dead because you're going to be like, Brian, I'm so sorry. And I'll be like, what's wrong? And you're going to be like, no, I just have to tell you. I finally finally watched. watched. Don't tell her it's me. Blew my mind. There's a scene. Oh, I can't even. I don't want to spoil the ridiculous. I'll
0: watch it. I'll watch it. So, uh, I just watched. uh, There's some. There's some good stuff hitting uh, Amazon Prime. I Mm -hmm. guess right now, as far as uh, like ridiculous classic (laughs) eighty movies. Yes. Um. Uh. We just watched. Girls just want to have fun. starring uh what's her name SJP and helen hunt yep yep and the kid from uh what's it called uh weekend at bernie's
1: yeah jonathan silverman
0: yep very fun very fun fun movie, and shan a very uh plucky shannon doherty
1: yes yeah great movie that's a fun little movie all right it is
0: insane you
1: want some fun vibes try boyfriend school or Okay. okay you know what else i watched this is more in the uh, October spooky realm and Ooh. I almost texted you guys when I say you guys SDS our crew mm-hmm. um, but then I was like you guys, I did just texted so I was like I'm not going to double check but I just watched this movie and I think now is it a flawless movie like it should be the number one movie of all time not necessarily but it for what it is trying to do it executes it flawlessly, perfect it's a perfect movie and it oh, is a movie
0: I hope we're thinking of the same one
1: it's yeah I'm sure we are it's the Addams Family
0: Oh, I actually just watched that yesterday.
1: Isn't it? Like, okay, here's the thing. It is doing something different than most movies are doing. Mm -hmm. But it is a perfect execution of what it's trying to be. It is never winking. It's never checking on the audience to see if we're still with them.
0: Right, It's just like,
1: these are just, these are the characters. This is the world that they live in. Yes, it Mm -hmm. is sort of like our world. You'll see some people who look like people you know. But don't worry about it. Worry about Morticia and Gomez and what they're thinking. Worry, yeah. like, it's great. Now, I, I called it perfect. I said it's flawless, and I think it is. But I, I, had, I agree. I had made an edit in my mind in remembering the movie. And to me, it's more just like, oh, Fester, you're an idiot. Why <laughs> did it? And I know we have so many great things to talk about about these episodes of a show that we absolutely love. But I got to get this out because you watched yesterday, so you'll know what I'm talking about. Listeners, if you haven't watched it, pause this, watch Adam's Family. It's on Netflix. (laughs) Okay. Why didn't, and I think his name was, uh, I can't remember what Fester's uh, regular boy name was. It wasn't Gabe.
0: No, it Uh, was. uh, But why didn't that uh,
1: character just say he got amnesia in the Bermuda Triangle?
0: Because that was the truth.
1: But, But, Colin. So much conflict, and so much suspicion, and so much silliness. All he had to do was say, I don't remember because something must have happened in the Bermuda Triangle. Like, I remember my name. Because that's also a total normal amnesia thing, is you don't remember all of the things. Like, you can remember some things, but not others. All he right. had to do is say, I have partial amnesia from Bermuda Triangle. And then no one would be mad that he doesn't remember handshakes. And then yeah. he doesn't remember...
0: It is a better cover, but then where do you go... It's like storytelling wise, then what's the truth of the matter? Well,
1: I mean, the truth that is he just still... lied with the truth. Well, I think he still could be trying to steal. Cause he doesn't know it's true. He could still be trying to steal from them Cause that's the real thing is he sees the vault and he's going to steal with his mom. who's like also weirdly mm-hmm. sexual with him. Oh mm-hmm. God. I love that movie. It's um, really great. It's, it's really well done. The whole thing. Gordon, was- Gordon. Gordon. It's Gordon, of course it's Gordon. Um, <laughs> It's just a delay. Gordon, that's
0: no that's no normal piece of literature.
1: <laughs> he knows! Literature. And honestly, I love that, and this is just, and Christopher Lloyd is also, I was thinking about this, he's iconic. Literally in, like, three movies that I would say are great, in the way I'm ta- calling it, Adam's Family Perfect, I would call these mm-hmm. other movies that way. The okay. other two, one of them is Back to the Future. And yes. I'm putting Back to the Future 1 and 2, like, in a clump
0: yeah well include the 3rd
1: fourth. he'll throw it in um, and then also he's the adult in Camp Nowhere and he's pre- that movie is a perfect execution of that premise it's again is it a flawless film in the in terms of filmmaking history no is it tell something about the human condition no but it is what it's trying to do what would it be like if a bunch of kids took over a camp boom <laughs> it's a movie
0: yep yeah.
1: Um and he's very good at it. Uh Yeah.
0: I mean, I would say a movie that's otherwise kind of a fucking dud and does not hold up to scrutiny even uh, despite an all-star cast um is completely turned around and made excellent and terrifying by uh his presence and that's Dennis the Menace.
1: You're absolutely right. He
0: like he takes that movie from a 5 to a 9 the instant he fucking makes that kidnapping happen.
1: No, the kid that Oh gosh! I wish this was our podcast about kids movies.
0: Christopher Lloyd, oh, (laughs) (laughs) or Christopher Lloyd
1: cast, but like that is such an inverse of what's because so many of movies, so many movies about kids, I feel like, or like aimed at children, the like first act is like even like Beethoven or Beethoven's second. The like premise is the engine of the movie. Okay. Whereas nothing. The part of those movies, I feel like the third act, they have to like create some kind of, oh no, Beethoven's been dog napped or whatever. Right,
0: right. Dog catcher got him. Mm -hmm. Whatever.
1: Really, what you want to see is Beethoven running around covered in water through the kitchen, splashing everybody. That's what you want. Sure. You want him to stand there and everybody, like, oh, good, he's done. And then he shakes and he splashes water. That's, aw, Beethoven. You but that's like...
0: exactly the format that Dennis the Menace follows,
1: except... Except no one cares, because it's just an annoying <laughs> little kid and a neighbor who's a grump. Um, Until we get to the third act, which is like, all of a sudden, yeah, I can totally picture him eating those beans. Yeah. Oh, what a delight.
0: Yep. So scary. Uh,
1: you know who I wish he could... Now, this sounds more like something we were talking about on SDS, but I wish that we could have that robber... Or that mm-hmm. kidnapper face to face with Kevin McAllister. Oh, I mean, he would get was, destroyed. That was that
0: one. That is a fight to the death, though. <laughs> yes. Like that's the thing is, like, yes, we at the end of the first Home Alone, we get uh, you know, Joe Pesci going mm-hmm. into I'm gonna bite off a child's fingers. Yes. Which he very well. Oh, he was close to doing it. I don't yeah. really know if I believe he was gonna actually do it though. Yes. Like. Christopher Lloyd's character from Dennis the Menace absolutely oh, would, would have, have stabbed him, so. him to yeah. death. Yeah.
1: I don't think, but I don't think it would have, I don't think he would have been successful. I think Kevin McAllister would have.
0: Yeah, but there's something less fun about those antics, knowing that the,
1: the stakes are that stakes much are higher. <laughs> yeah, because really, the wet bandits, that's the other thing, is the wet bandits, they, they really just want to steal stuff from your house. And I don't even know that they're mm-hmm. that good at fencing. I feel like half the stuff they steal ends up at the Goodwill. Cause they don't really know how to get rid of it.
0: They, it's too hot, and they yeah. end up just ditching it. Yeah.
1: Um. Okay, but <laughs> let's talk about two pivotal episodes of our favorite television show.
0: Sure. Why not?
1: Okay, because we really got caught in the weeds of the child porn element. I'm so glad you're with me. I didn't think you would fight me on it, but I, <laughs> the show <laughs> is like gaslighting me by not acknowledging this is a this is not this owning these tapes is illegal. No. Yes. yes, they could get on the internet. That's true. But any site that hosts them would be committing a crime. It's so, like they would get on the dark web, because I think that's where that stuff lives, right? Theoretically? Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I've never been.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, and I wasn't trying to entrap you. You acted like I, you really responded like you will when I entrap you. Um, uh, I would
0: just like to say <laughs> clearly, and for the record, I have never been
1: on I the dark web. hear that um i just honestly it's
0: i feel like i have an airtight defense in that i need my girlfriend to set up my email on my phone yeah like how am i getting to the dark web
1: you are being so defensive right now i'm
0: just saying
1: i you had
0: it is not gonna work like it does in veronica bars if these allegations come my way
1: it's gonna be fine colin and I don't think you've ever been on the dark web. I'm just saying that the fear, the the, the, the specter of these videos and, and honestly, okay, now that I've said it, thinking about it, we do, and this was pre the beginning of the show, but we saw it in flashback. Mm-hmm. Lily's murder tape did catch like wildfire and was seen by everyone all, everywhere
0: oh yeah that's so true these people, I, they didn't mention it they specifically did, they
1: should have <laughs> to it's, it's really informative
0: probably. for every um, character but involved it's, yeah
1: for all of them i mean and that was when logan was remember when logan confronted veronica at the computer lab at school mm-hmm. and was like why is your dad doing this to us
0: well and not only and then, that Strike this would be strike three for Logan because let's not forget about the death of his poor mother.
1: That also wait, but that video didn't get out. But he was It didn't, but it
0: it became it got very close. And I believe uh I believe unbeknownst to Logan, really Weevil is the the hero of that story.
1: Weevil's the best. Um and now they're a team. At least I love when
0: Weevil I mean, I think we talked about it last episode, but yeah when Weevil teams up with anyone, I'm so into it. He's such a good second fiddle. He's he is. Just, he's just not great at leading.
1: <laughs> and unfortunately, that is his role. Um. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. When he confront Sean in the next episode, we'll get there. Ah! Call oh, back to the best Christmas episode of Veronica Mars. Sorry, I'm Aww. one angry Veronica. I do like one angry Veronica, but a necklace family Christmas is.
0: Yeah. Oh, but can I can I share my uh Christmas warm uh feelings?
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean yes, but now I feel even more like this tape is a trick. No,
0: no, no, no. It was I was very charmed and felt uh, a very warm glow when uh we see Christmas Elf Veronica yes. making the tiny chickens for mm-hmm. her papa. And you know, it it was uh, we still get it, but any time that I get like cute family dinner time with them where they get to banter and be lovey yeah. and stuff like that it's wonderful and how fucking adorable was she in her shiny shirt and oh her, her little hat
1: she was amazing and she decorated the whole apartment so cute like it was very very cute um, and sweet and yeah it made me want to bust out my Christmas decorations but I'm not a traditional Scrooge as you are so I like sure. so that was typical of me if I see I see Holly I start getting excited but <laughs> um, no, I'm glad you had warm feelings. It's a very warm moment for them. Um, you know, Keith ends it by committing a crime. It's <laughs> kind of a oh no-
0: jury tampering. It's not even tampering. that big a crime. And it's
1: not a. It's a very Veronica move. Mm-hmm. It's not as much a Keith move because Keith is so much as much as yes, he's about justice, but he's not really about breaking laws to get the justice.
0: Honestly, what it felt like is kind of he just like it felt like him saying like I want to play. Yeah. Like Veronica's finally got a legitimate case that he can't tell her Mm. to not be involved with, right? Because she has to. It's her civic duty. And it's like all over town. Everyone's talking about it. Thumper comes and Thumper finds out she's on the jury. You know, the word is out. And uh keith is just a little he's got a little fomo how come he doesn't get to solve this case so he yeah he leaves her a little breadcrumb trail on Mm -hmm. her new laptop that he had uh mac you know super fly for her
1: well at first when he was like we added all this stuff i was like you broke veronica's password good luck and then i was like oh mac did it yeah mac was able to do all Mm -hmm. of that (laughs) (laughs) i was like yeah mac is skilled in that way mac could break all of veronica's passwords (laughs) It wouldn't just be Meg Kane backwards. Yeah. (laughs) This is the cheesiest. I mean, I know Veronica and Duncan made it up, but come on, guys. Yeah. That's some high school bullshit. Um,
0: No, and we've established that Veronica knows the, and Keith, know the importance of, uh, you know, good passwords. And safe combinations. You're right.
1: Um, But no, it was very sweet. Uh, The gift was a very good Christmas gift to her. For a second, I was like, "Did he get her another waterbed?" Because I couldn't remember. <laughs> I didn't remember the plot point, so I was like, "Oh no, another waterbed!" But it wasn't. Um, it was a, a comp- sneaky dad move. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the whole Christmas vibe, the Christmas vibes were great, and the the melancholy um, New Year's vibes I felt like went like went hand in hand. I'm glad we didn't try to that Veronica was able to like create the christmas moment with her dad and that those are still up as we get to the end of the episode where things obviously have really taken a turn mm-hmm. uh, even though we do get a new year's miracle
0: yeah hmm. it made me it made me so happy to see him
1: yes of course i love wallace i miss him me
0: too yeah I mean that's so that's the very end of the episode but I I think we might as well talk about it because it almost is of course you know the show has its motifs and stuff like that but it's almost like an opportunity for the I was hoping it was you. Yes. But they don't let it breathe that much. We just open the door and then bam there he is in all his glory. But it, the we, lovely beautiful yeah. Wallace finale.
1: It does feel like a tip of the hat to people like us, right? Like to the mm-hmm. big fans, because she's like, "Oh my God, someone's at Veronica's door. It's gonna be like, it's gonna be one of her boys," um, and it is. Uh, it's Wallace. He's back.
2: Yeah. oh, uh,
1: yeah. sweet. So oh, good. Um, and to just put a bow on, and I know we've referenced it. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: for the Lily Kane storyline, yes, the tape was stolen. Um, and then. Uh, Keith brings Logan in for questioning and Logan is a total sassafras. Like, Logan is really (laughs) feeling himself. I don't know if it's hanging out with Weevil. Like, he's got a new attitude. Well, he
0: has his his approach to being called into the sheriff's department. And he even mentions, like, what? I'm fucking in here all the time. But it's so
1: weird. And again, maybe it's because we haven't seen them together, but I feel like the last time we saw Keith and Logan in the same room... Keith had yep. Logan up against a wall and was saying, get the fuck away from my daughter and stay away from her.
2: Yeah. So, so it's
1: crazy that – and it's not crazy. I shouldn't say crazy. It's very Logan. Like, I wouldn't have that attitude. Uh, no one I know. Really <laughs> would have that. But Logan, the next time he sees Keith, is like, hey, dude, I'm always here. Like, whatever. Yeah. yeah There's, well... oh, tapes of my, mom, uh, my ex-girlfriend fucking my dad, I guess. Whatever. You think I know something? You think I would tell you if I did? Like, mm-hmm. Logan.
0: He's a bad boy.
1: He's bad boy. He can't turn it off. No, he cannot turn it off. That's what we learned. Oh, and we also did Sorry, I'm jumping back, but we just have to cover it because there's only so many minutes in the world, and there's only so many episodes of Veronica Mars*. And this is yep. the first real cheesecake uh, stared in a mirror while lifting weight scene we've gotten. <laughs> he is. I so love into it. Himself. He's so into it.
0: I, uh, yes, and I love that scene because he is literally flexing in front of Keith, mm-hmm. and he's bragging about how fucking awesome the sheriff's department is and all of his security, um, you know, uh, checkpoints Right, that you need to have level one clearance. And only Inga, who, I mean, as Veronica Mars fans, we know Inga is a, a weak link in the security system. Yes. For she's a
1: sweet woman, but a weak link.
0: Yes, uh, she is not Veronica proof at all. Um, but, you know, he, (laughs) I just, I love it so much the way that he's like, I, I, what I was trying to figure out, and I think I got it, was he was being so cooperative, and it was in my mind, either because, uh, he was like, I've really got this place, like, in ship shape, uh, compared to when, um. Keith was the sheriff, and he just was so happy to show it off, and he really, really believes that he's infallible in his security system, or off-camera, this is kind of what I like to believe, uh, Woody came to the sheriff's department ahead of Keith and kind of laid down the law with him as far as how this inquisition was going to go.
1: Oh, 100%. And the level
0: of the level of cooperation that was expected of the sheriff's department.
1: Yes, and it's plausible deniability, right? Because he's also lying. So he's, like, oh. everything he said because remember, Sachs is trying to say the same thing, and he can't even remember his line.
0: Right, if yes. it was
1: true, you don't have to, like, if, you don't have to memorize the truth. Like, yeah. if someone is forgetting where they are and what they're telling you, they're probably lying. Like, you yes, don't have to. fair whatever. point. Uh, so that was the thing, is, like, it was, like, everything he was saying, he's, like, you can report this word for word back to Woody, and I'll look good. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's all these pieces and Ed, oh God, and and he's and you know what, honestly, Don Lamb, you do have a bod. You are sort of like Ned Flanders.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: You, you work hard for that body. I'm glad you got to share it with us. And uh, it
0: looks good. You know, he doesn't. It's nice that he looks. He looks so good. He doesn't have to be, uh, you know, a zero percent body fat no. kind of guy. You could. We could still see his abs. We yeah. can still see those abs underneath there, but you know what? He looks like he enjoys a steak and some mashed potatoes oh. with a nice tall beer, and it looks good on him.
1: Yeah, so good for you, Lamb. This good is Good for you, Don Lamb. Oh, man, he gets so used and abused in the next episode, um, and I love oh, it. Oh, it's
0: fucking amazing. It's
1: great. Um, great. Okay. Logan. Special
0: Agent Warrior Princess.
1: <laughs> I can't wait. Um, so Logan shows up. He's rude to Keith. But his rudeness reminds Keith of his uh, the kinds of turns of phrase Logan uses so that later, when Logan emails the entire sheriff's department, is like, hey, dude, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll give you all 50, 50 grand if you give me the tapes. Which uh, sounds
0: more like a Dick Casablanca's email, but sure, I'll go with it.
1: Yeah, but I, I mean, I do think it's also generational, or at least person to person, because I am a person who's used dude as a general neutral greeting. Mm-hmm. For a long time, I'm trying to wean off of it because there are people I've gotten the feedback or that it doesn't always feel gender neutral to people. Mm-hmm. Um, I intend it that way, but intention sure. and and there's uh, also something
0: uh, a to be background. said about neutralizing uh, a term that was gender specific but gendered male. Like, yeah. well, okay, so now is this just uh, bending feminine? femininity to a male uh like standard by neutralizing that one.
1: Yeah. But it but it's also anyway, so I've tr- I'm trying to cut it back to people outside of like to, uh, from the it's no longer a gen pop term for me. Mm-hmm. Um I still call it people dude, but I keep it yeah. people who I know don't mind called dude. Uh um, yeah.
0: mine was I I I had a similar experience. Mine was man.
1: Yeah. And it's hard because it's very easy to use man in the more like colloquial way where you aren't even thinking about gender, uh, when you say it. But yeah, it's not inclusive language.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't think that's what's going on with, with Logan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think the other part, and it's the show. Repeats it, but it's like Dick is so much more of it that it you lose it in Logan. But Logan is a little surfer boy,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like
1: he's a little rich boy, rich sad surfer boy. That's his deal. Um, but we have Dick, who is like happy surfer boy, <laughs> rich surfer boy, and so like it eclipses Logan. But really, Dick like voluntarily hangs out, or Logan voluntarily hangs out with Dick and goes surfing. That's like what he does. That's his hobby.
0: He loves to surf. He
1: loves to surf. So he is a dude.
0: Yes. Oh yeah. You're right. And I, I I would not um question his dudeness um in any way. But it does it does feel like a stronger dude uh would be Dick Casablancas. But yes, definitely Logan fits the build.
1: Um and then we have so essentially Logan obtains the tape.
0: Yeah, well let's talk about let's talk about fucking Sheriff's Department Security where Sachs walks in. I mean, and I get he didn't check his six. He didn't see that no. Logan was basically taking a nap behind him. Right. And he just drops the entire uh Sheriff's Department email list on the table, uh, right in front of a suspect in an interrogation room.
1: When well, that's the sort of thing
0: he should have handed directly to Keith. But
1: one with the it, and know- then to me, it's worse. Like, okay, he screwed up. But his dude after being, it after it's mm-hmm. clear that he screwed up, is so lackadaisical. So it's not just like, because Keith is like, no, I never saw that list. Where is it? And he's like, oh, I put it on your desk. I yeah, I gave
0: it to you. It was in the, it, what did they call it? The flip-flop or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was in the. Is that the, a weird name for binder? Yeah, it was in the
1: folder. It was in the, the flip, the flop of the folder. And his attitude is ah. it's like, oh, it's gone. And it's like, if you cared about security at all, your reaction would be like, oh, shit, let me find it. Or it must have fallen out or, like, something. But to be like, oh, yeah, I guess I guess somebody took it out and uh, has all the email addresses for the... the... <laughs> <laughs> Weird. I wonder if we're going to get a mass email later.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, and they do. That. And it says, dudes, let me buy that sex tape.
1: So Logan gets it. He watches it so that he can testify to that effect, even though
2: mm-hmm.
1: none of the it's, – again, it's so dumb. Who are the people who have seen this tape? Duncan, who is the sister of the murder victim, or the mm-hmm. brother of the murder victim. Veronica, who is also accusing Aaron of trying to kill her, so mm-hmm. certainly is not on Aaron's side. And Logan, who is completely estranged from his father. Right. So why would any of these people be credible witnesses?
0: It's not an airtight case. And the logic, the circular logic Logan was using, like, oh, well, you can't prove I've seen the tape because I destroyed them all. But I can prove that there was sex on the tape because i watched them all. It's like, what? I know. No, it's one or the other, dude. It's not both. It certainly isn't both.
1: No, it can't be.
0: But Keith is just not going to... Keith is not going to pursue charges, as he didn't pursue charges with uh Leo. It's just, he's...
1: I mean I honestly
0: he's fucking letting Woody down epically in this okay, episode. He's
1: letting Woody down. I think with Logan, Logan's already gotten away with murder like within the last year. Like literal murder. Now we know well, we think.
0: I may be coming well, back to bite I guess him. I
1: guess that's true. You didn't he didn't get away with he used his wealth and lawyers to get him out of a fairly tight legal situation of murder.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes, we know ultimately he didn't do it. So I guess that's right. It's not getting away with murder if you didn't commit the murder. But he did get off on murder charges. And mm-hmm. now there is no evidence. So I, that with with Logan, I feel like Keith. what is he going to do? Try to prosecute him? There's no evidence? And then Logan gets off again on another crime?
0: Yeah, I guess, But he has to, in order to do what he says he's going to do, he has to testify under oath. That he has to confess basically right, but- to that crime. But can then but then you know what? He's got a good enough lawyer, I'm sure, that they could get that barred from the next trial. Like they'll find some fucking way to do it. So crazy. Isn't
1: it? Um Yeah, and it's also just like such like sad, self destructive fucking Logan behavior to watch that tape. Yeah. Ugh.
0: Well, and that's the other thing. I don't think he wants to admit it. I think being able to testify is a reasonable enough justification in his mind, but really he just wants to fucking see it.
1: Yeah, he wants to bear he, witness to this. And yes, the fact that he, he calls to. Lily the love of his life is like, again, very on brand but just like, ugh, Logan. Jesus Christ.
0: Well, it's true. He doesn't love Veronica the way he loved Lily. I don't know.
1: Uh, can someone be the love of your... I guess that's true. Someone can be the love of your life if you're not the love of their life. But Logan was not oh, that important yeah. to Lily. I guess that's when someone says love of your life Yes, it's true. Someone could be the love of your life, and but like, it's pathetic.
0: Sure, but also there's a thing in in grief, right? Like, also the fact that she was murdered is going to solidify that because he has to continue living, right?
1: Yes. So whether or not he he would have, and then I don't know, man. I get, I get why he feels that way, but I do feel like he's being dramatic.
2: Oh,
0: certainly. Yes.
1: <laughs> I feel like he I mean Lily was amazing, right? Like Lily yeah. it's not this is not downplaying Lily, but like I guess and also I have in my mind what I imagine life would be like if Lily stayed alive and I don't think and I think the show would back me up, like I don't think he would be calling her the love of his life if she hadn't died.
0: No, no, I don't think so either, and I don't think I don't think Weevil would either. I think you're right. I At mean, this he... point, I, I still believe that Weevil has the potential to love Lily. I I think he'll get over it before Logan will, because I think in a lot of ways that gives Logan more purpose than it does uh, Weevil, especially now that Weevil yeah. has Felix's murder to right. avenge. Like it's it's another high priority thing that he can put above Lily. And over time, will give him more distance from her and that relationship.
1: Totally. Um, Yeah, but we have to watch Logan cry and watch the tapes. Mm -hmm. It's just such a fuck-up. It's just such a monumental fuck-up. It's so disappointing. I'm so disappointed in Logan. I'm so disappointed in Leo. I'm disappointed in the show for not calling out that this is child porn. Like it's it's compelling and good television but it's just fucking depressing. Like Yeah. Ugh.
0: We're in a we're we're in a dark dark space and we're not even dealing we're not even dealing with the bus crash at all at this no. point. Can you believe that?
1: It's crazy. That it is it not, is
0: fucking shocking.
1: Especially cons- uh, and again, I I feel like Veronica is a little bit of a a little bit of a snake being hurt. <laughs> oh, Meg, it's okay that you were mean to me. Now I understand. Yeah. Yeah, but you thought Meg was put in a coma. You know, Meg was put in a coma by somebody setting off a bomb on a bus she was on.
0: Yeah. And you've done nothing
1: well, to figure out. And you're a detective. You've done nothing to figure out what happened.
0: Well, and I mean, so coming down the line in this next episode, with our wonderful reunion with Wallace, yes. we're going to find out that Wallace is not coming back clean. He I is know. bringing yeah, some great. drama outside of the There's bus crash with him.
1: That's, and season yeah. two, in some ways, as much as season one is very dark, season two, in some ways, is darker than season one.
0: It's like it's hit after hit yeah. with the fucked up stuff.
1: It's true. <laughs> but
0: we do have a great tragedy in Keith getting a phone call that, you know, yeah. we can tell. It shakes him a little bit. Poor Veronica has to learn.
1: Who do you think that... called him?
0: No idea. I mean, a contact at the hospital. I'm guessing.
1: Who just? I'm guessing he has, he has people that she was friends with him. Like why? I think no. no I think
0: bus Keith bus is bus. putting out feelers. He's got his contacts working angles because he wants to know what's going on with the, the boss. Because
1: he's yes. not a dilettante. Exactly. Not the okay. Here's the thing, and we're getting to the end of it, and. It, the the normalist watch where it is fu- is going to be destroyed pretty much pretty effectively by the end of the next episode the second episode we talked about this week but like mm-hmm. veronica has been trying to live in a bit of a fantasy land she's been trying to live where she, she is a person who works at a coffee shop and mm-hmm. she has mm-hmm. a rich boyfriend and they hang out in his penthouse and She's been really trying to live in this not dealing with this, like, choosing not to deal with the things at hand. Yeah. Um, And that, she can't do that any longer. Even yeah. the fact that, yeah, all of it, that she, she should have known about Meg being pregnant pretty quickly if she was doing any investigation. But she kind of left it alone. Mm Mm-hmm. Because all she would have had to do is be in Meg's
2: hospital.
0: Or... Yeah, and I think if it were a main thread, like, we could have done a whole episode that was just uh, Veronica, like, getting around the Watchdog parents, right? But because they wanted a lot of other story to take up space this season... Um, you know, it was we established that there's watchdog parents keeping her out of that room, and then uh, that is just accepted. Whereas a lot of times Veronica would be like, "Okay, well, I'll go put on a wig, or I'll do like a voice on the phone that'll get me past but if we them." Really and-
1: get down to it, Colin. Weeks ago, she found out that her friend Meg's little sister was being abused. Yeah, she called the police.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and then never followed up
2: well because lamb had it
1: she didn't know that she knows that lamb let her go she has no idea that lamb went back to that house
0: oh, she had no reason she to- seems to know it when she talks to lamb next though
1: no lamb all she knows is lamb says i let i shouldn't have let you go but that's not the same i mean because that's all she knows that happened is that she didn't but she's
0: yeah, but she's demanding of him that he acknowledge what he knows. I guess, and I guess he kind of refuses in a way.
1: Yeah, she doesn't know if. Grace so what are
0: you saying? So what are you saying that Grace Veronica is straight up neglecting this case on purpose, and there's no justification for I it? I
1: don't think she's. I think it's part of her, and maybe it's being with, uh, with Donut, because it's his way, right? Mm-hmm. Not a side, well, know.
0: and any investigation she does, the more investigation she, she does, the more fragile that relationship she becomes.
1: The child, and she does nothing to pursue that. Mm-hmm. Once she she uncovers it, she doesn't make sure it's in the papers. Mm-hmm. She doesn't, you know, create a. She doesn't. She doesn't do anything. She stands idly by. Yeah, she she tells a corrupt sheriff about it. She doesn't tell her dad about it. She doesn't. She doesn't do anything about it. She doesn't treat it like a mission. Mm-hmm. She treats it like a case. Like a case that she solved. The, the answer, but she, and again, a child is still living in that house. Grace is still there. Grace still is probably spending hours and hours in that little room in her closet. Mm-hmm. And Veronica has done nothing. And even when she saves uh, Faith slash Lily. She still is doing nothing for Grace. She doesn't get the Mannings convicted of anything.
2: Mm -hmm. She doesn't get
1: them exposed.
0: Yeah, that's a fucking bummer. Thanks for fucking bringing me down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) man. That, to me, typifies what Veronica, season one Veronica, her mission, she had one that she kind of put on the back burner, which was her rape. But once she got a lead on that, she fucking fought that till she figured it out. And then Mm -hmm. she had Lily's killer. And sometimes she did take a breath, but that was usually it felt like it was because she had gotten to the end of her leads or she was trying to figure out what her next steps were. Right.
0: Yeah. And had to, you know, Abel Coons had had limited access to Abel Coons.
1: And then eventually she looped in and she was, she did what she could with her resources, but she needed to, you know, she hadn't looped in her dad. And all of, you know, because eventually she, she shows him what she knows. And then yeah. he's on the case. and it, you, know, you watched it many times, you know how it goes. Yeah, I've seen it. But the bus, the bus crash doesn't provide that focus for her, that mission for her. So she's not trying to avenge the death of all of her friends or even... Because she also doesn't know that Meg's not still in danger. That if you don't know why the bus crash happened, you don't know if Meg... Well, is. she
0: just assumes... She's still very much assuming that it is it was an attempt on her life.
1: Yes. but And I get why she doesn't want to touch that. Okay, so let's put,
0: But let's if, just... if that were the case, if that was really the case, then why isn't her priority solving that to find out who was trying to kill her and why there aren't any more attempts on her life? Because she hasn't been threatened since uh, Corky Romano had, his na- had her name written on his hand.
1: Totally. And I guess to me, the thing with Grace is the Mannings as villain—it's disappointing. Now, is it out of sight of Veronica's character? No. And is it part of who Veronica becomes and is through the rest of her life, as we see her through the rest of the seasons? Now that we've, you know, we see who she is as an adult—is it out of character that she lets shitty things that she isn't a superhero? No, it's it's in character. But I'm calling it out now because I think this is the first and most in some ways, egregious version. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because we're talking about a child. If it was like, you know, a couple's together and one of them is, you know, cheating on the other and she tells them, but they don't break up. or You know what I mean? Like she's, there's been times where she has an effective status quo. But the status quo here is an adult abusing a child. Right. And she does save a baby from a similar fate, but she doesn't save the child.
0: She accepts that when she's thwarted, that that's the end of it. Yeah. She's and because nothing. it serves because what it does is it serves the purpose to move the story to the next point. And like in the world of you're making a 23 episode show, like okay, that's justifiable. Like we have provided evidence to motivate our characters onto the next thing. But if you're looking at it where there's a 11 year old girl who's still very much in emotional and physical danger then you cannot accept that you've been thwarted by the local sheriff and the the mean abusers right. like
1: or and at the end of that episode i think there is hope for grace right when we see well Lam- and with
0: the idea if we're counting yeah, on lamb if we're
1: counting on lamb which i think at the end of that episode that's how like i don't leave that episode feeling like veronica failed right i feel like veronica did what she could do in that ep- you know she and she tells the police and then the police is there so that's right but like we still I mean, that's have. how
0: that's how that's how this episode uh, that's how donut run needed to end was through investigating the Manning kidnapping the FBI Lucy Lawless and her partner needed to influence. discover the the room and the notebooks that's that's how this episode needed to yeah, end I and they fucking the completely biffed it and cuz that would have solved every literally everything you've been saying yeah. like Huge bummer, huge disappointment. It falls on the show, you know, to not tie that up. And like, spoiler alert: like, we don't get back to Grace Manning ever again. Like, she is no longer a character. She's probably fucking dead.
1: Oh, but no or but, okay, but
0: that or... would have been the perfect I'm way out getting... to absolve Veronica yeah. from it, if you know. And it could have even been like Lamb, accidentally like trying to fucking show off to Lucy Lawless. Um, I think Special Agent Morris, which was kind of fun treat for me. Um, trying to like flex in front of her, like, well, you know those Mannings. I got a, I've I've had my eye on those Mannings because of Grace, and she's like, what do you mean because of Grace? And then he has to spill the beans, and that even if it wasn't like a they go to jail moment, it's kind of similar to her like leaving town, but tucking a big like Grace Manning file underneath her arm as she does. And then it's like, aha! Like the authorities are now properly on the case. Like that, that could have saved her. But we, yeah, we don't get that at all. The show abandons her to her fate.
1: Oh, and that's even the tuck under arm because Veronica has a Grace Manning folder in her room. Mm-hmm. So
2: if oh, they could have totally it, found it.
1: They could have found it, and even if it had just been a throwaway line. Next stop, the Mannings. <laughs> <laughs> i think that would
0: i mean lied. not that line not that much of a right, throwaway. Fine. i'm
1: not a good writer i get it
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like that's fine with me like if the end of the like i that would have been enough is just yeah. the fbi find out about that mr manning is abusing his daughter right yeah because we know lamb isn't effective or
0: when when Veronica is like having that, when she's having the argument with Keith, because Keith finds out that she is fucking around and or he suspects that she's fucking around and it's somehow involved with Duncan's disappearance and the disappearance of the Manning baby. Right. Like he fucking lays it out there. he was like, young lady, like we are not messing with the goddamn FBI in this household. Right. And she's like, but the he, she does finally come clean about the abuse with Keith and all that. But he's too preoccupied with the well-being of his daughter and whether or not she's going to federal prison to even like register that. But that could have been a moment where you know Agent Morris was like secretly listening in, like she dropped yeah, a fucking perfect. or Vinny Van Lowe, unsuccessful in bugging Veronica was able to bug Keith somehow. Well, you know, well, like that's when... the
1: next question that we'll have to deal with um, in this episode. And what's that? When is Vinny Van Lowe looped in?
0: Right. Is it because from the he was get is i always
1: hired by Celeste.
0: So I mean, it could literally have happened at any point, right? Yes. That Vinny double crossed her because remember, if you go to Vinny Van Lowe, you wait, wait, get the what? Hold on. What?
1: And maybe I'm just crazy. And mm-hmm. and I've I have not seen this episode as many times as I've seen some of the season one episodes. So maybe I just missed it. I thought that the implication because Astrid is there Yeah. Is that Celeste has been in on it all along?
0: Oh, that's. Or, oh, whoa! God, I feel so stupid.
1: You're not stupid.
0: I was but- literally like, how, why the fuck is Astrid involved?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I just ignored it.
1: <laughs> because even when, because Celeste's treatment of Veronica is in line with how mean she is always to Veronica. Yeah. But it's also like, doesn't really make, at least the first time, I mean, again. We can talk through, like, when we figured it out or how we felt about the episode before we found out the big twist. Yeah. Um. But, like, she's, like, weirdly... Her attitude to Veronica is her normal anger at Veronica, but in the past, like, because we've... And I guess I'll say this, too. we du- Duncan has run away before. Yes. And Celeste was a little cold to Veronica, but she also knew... Well, you gotta... she
0: and she sort of begrudgingly enlisted Veronica's help.
1: Yes, exactly. And this time she's so adversarial to Veronica. And like, I'm going to get you prosecuted for that.
0: But for I mean, the last jewelry. time they did see each other face to face, it was extremely yes. adversarial. Yes,
1: but I think that we know that it when it gets down to, um, when it gets down to it, Celeste is fairly practical.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She knows that Keith and Veronica are the best uh, investigators in Neptune. Right. She wouldn't hire Vinnie v- I mean, she might, maybe, but probably not. She probably would hire Keith. Because that she did in the past and worked for her perfectly. Like, Keith literally right. found Duncan before.
0: Unless we believe that she's distancing herself from the Marses, A, because of the bad blood over the last, you know, maternity uh, case that she was yes. wrongly accused of. or. B be because she really is invested in the idea that Veronica is somehow a part of this and cannot trust Keith to be impartial in the investigation. I mean that all tracks to me so much to the point where I didn't even realize Celeste was involved
1: here's in the, the donut part. run itself. Okay, here's the other part that I think doesn't. And again, this is on rewatch. On a re- initial watch, I was as shocked as anyone to see Astrid in that car. I didn't yeah. expect it. I didn't, you know. And it's great. I mean, and it,
0: unless you look at the previously on.
1: The previously on is confusing on that point. I wish yeah. that they had chosen a different moment, like a moment with Celeste and Astrid,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that it would have seemed like a Celeste previously on instead of an Astrid one.
0: Right. You know
1: yeah, I mean? yeah. You're right. By choosing the one where it's like Astrid's like, yeah, she's paying for me to go to grad school. You're like, why is that relevant to this? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and by the way, if you have not seen Donut Run, hopefully you didn't get this far into this um go watch that before because we are not going to be able to act like we don't know what's happening at any point during this like uh, yeah like we have to jump around because this is that kind of episode this shit's wild Zena warrior princess shows up <laughs> <laughs> you got this far into this podcast and hadn't watched donut run and xena the freaking warrior princess is there benny van lo and xena go watch okay Yes, now and if I'm
0: you kidding. are if you are listening to us as a companion to your very first Veronica Mars experience, I hope by now you realize that you have to watch the episode first, man. Yeah, unless you're like go. a unless you're like our dear friend who doesn't believe in spoilers and are okay with it, <laughs> but this is your last and final warning. We are fucking talking about it, man. And let's
1: be honest, we bullied that friend into watching all of Veronica Mars already. So, oh, even bully. He... we
0: he appreciates the work we did for him.
1: Here's the thing that you find out after years of being friends with Patrick. Mm. He does not mind being bullied once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> he will not resent it.
0: Look, it's just, it's, it's important for anyone's personal growth.
1: <laughs> was that a Patrick impression? That was or my was, Patrick.
0: That, that was, was my pretty Patrick. good. I, I
1: hear, I see it. It was not, <laughs> I feel like you still probably, if you need to, if you need to do it in a sketch, we'd have to like, Really amp some element of it up. I think. It was
0: good enough for an improv scene, not for a sketch.
1: Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think mine would Well, and I have my improv impression of Patrick from doing scenes with Patrick, but that's like, I'm sorry, what did you say? So you're telling me that's Patrick.
0: Whoa, whoa, um, whoa. There's a lot to unpack here. That's my <laughs>
1: That's him. But you, every seed needs a straight man because sometimes you don't even know what you said was weird until Magic's <laughs> like, time out, rewind. We gotta really dig. Let's dig in. There's no, we don't need anything new. We found everything So you're, everything saying, we need. So you're special- saying
0: the hardest part about owning a zoo is not killing the giraffes?
1: <laughs> the hardest, the most difficult part. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Gotta well, love them. Honestly, I legitimately miss doing scenes with you
0: guys. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, man.
1: It is fun. Someday we'll get to do it again.
0: What was the What was the name of our very short lived uh, improv side project?
1: Oh yeah, with
0: uh, with Jen and yes. uh, who else was in that?
1: It had like an ironic name, I think.
0: Yeah, you know? it was. It, oh, something Thanksgiving Day Parade.
1: Yes, it wasn't uh. Macy's.
0: No, it wasn't Macy's, but somebody had it anyway. I know we. Knew oh, Patrick's... it was John Wayne Gacy's Thanksgiving Day That's parade. That's
1: exactly what it was. <laughs> so I, it was, it was A-C-S. <laughs> That's
0: right.
1: Um. Oh gosh. Okay. I'm gonna take two. Oh, let me finish my Celeste Kane C- C- thought, and then I. Yeah, yes, need... yes, us And then I think we should try to do this episode chronologically to some extent, just so because there's okay. so much and you know, we talk about this show for a few hours at a clip, but we really are exhausting what we need to see. I want to yeah. get everything out I have to say about There's Reddit,
0: something. Again. There's something early on I, I'm excited to talk about, so I'll, okay. I'll jump us back.
1: Oh, I wonder what it is. Because um, I have notes from the beginning, too. Ooh, ooh. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> So, the other part that I felt like caught, in, on rewatch, again, not first watch, first watch, the show fooled me as well as anyone. Mm-hmm. On rewatch, Celeste Came, or and, she, and Veronica says this to Keith when she's lying to Keith. She says, "Well, Celeste isn't ready to. Uh, Celeste isn't interested because Celeste isn't ready to be a grandmother. The the child of Duncan
2: mm-hmm.
1: is going to be the most important person in Celeste's life. There is yes. no way that she Absolutely. would be like if her it, it, son. Now, if it was Lily, if we found out Lily had a secret baby, she probably sold that baby for parts." Like she doesn't care, but <laughs> her little Duncan.
0: Yeah, her is, donut hole. It's her donut hole. No donut would hole.
1: Would she want? Would she donut hole. Would she want to adopt that baby and raise it as if it was a child and not her grandchild? I would. Yeah, I'd believe that. Yeah, I wouldn't that. put that past her. I wouldn't her. put that past her. Absolutely. Um. But no, she's she loves Duncan and would a hundred percent want Duncan's child uh in her life and pre- yeah, and protected from. Because and again the show and I get it and I like you like we talked about it, I really wish that we had just had an ending that in addition to getting away to Mexico, uh, also the Mannings uh, were going to get have their yeah, child taken Yeah, they, away
0: from they got, got I wish that
1: that would. Ha- but anyway,
0: Mo, so- you are exposing so much for me. Like I without <laughs> without Veronica telling me what I need to believe, I am completely blindsided <laughs> by all this. She could fucking. She could buy and sell me in a heartbeat if she wanted to. I would oh, be yeah. worse off than fucking Corny at that school.
1: Oh, come on. You would be exactly where Corny is at that school. <laughs> Let's be honest.
0: That's true, because I would totally be, I would be a uh, fucking non-questioning yes man. Yes. Uh, and I would so be like would have the, for me.
1: not the girl who single wife femaled Meg, but the one everyone thought was the mean girl who was really doing it, but no one ever thinks about it again.
0: The one who uh the the mean one,
1: the mean one, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, I buy that,
1: I think, oh, I don't know, not really, maybe more like, I think sometimes I relate to Jane, who's just just a forgotten girl who's like in like she's in a lot of scenes every she's in as many mm-hmm. scenes as corny, but mm-hmm. no one ever remembers she's there, so that's a little bit me, um,
0: just heart throbbing.
1: Just oh, having such a crush on the best on the best basketball player in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd have a crush on him. In fact, I did. I've done it. I'll do it again. Ugh, yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> there's something about being good at basketball. Yep. It's dreamy. Um. I get it. I, get I don't know. It. I've been, I know really... and
0: I've been a long time. I've been a long time. Uh, not LeBron James hater, but you yeah. know, watching him, watching him in the Lakers uniform. I get it, man. He fucking controls the game. When he wants to and, you know, needs to, there's just, he's unstoppable. And there's something about that that is really, it's magnetic.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it seems like he is a good person in IRL, which Mm -hmm. that helps. Yeah. Because I think there have been, I mean, there are basketball players who I would find dreamy, except I know enough about them. As people that I'm like, oh man, I guess.
0: Sure. Larry Bird, I get it.
1: I honestly, for a second, got really upset. (laughs) Perhaps because there was only really a second break. And for a second, (laughs) I was mad. And then I was like, wait, did he get me toot or something? And then I was like, no, this is Colin. He's teasing. Yes. Because Larry Bird is traditionally, if anything, his ethics outweigh his talent. Everyone knows this. He's yeah. the one you call the day after he wins the championship. What's he doing? Is he sleeping in? Did he party last night? No, he's working out. He's <laughs> getting ready for next season. He's Larry Bird, man. He talks shit Bird? with Michael Jordan in the hallway. That was one of my favorite parts. I, mean, oh, I love The Last Dance. I will always Yeah, break.
0: The Last Dance but was wonderful.
1: him and Larry Bird giving each other shit was a highlight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, ugh, God. I'm a I am a Phil Jackson stan yeah. and so getting that much Phil Jackson uh you know interviews and BTS footage and all that uh that was honestly a, a dream come true. If they do another last dance but mm-hmm. where Phil it, but it's the Phil Jackson version and it covers like his transition from the Bulls to uh the Lakers and you know the five additional uh championships yeah. like I would fucking watch that shit again in a Here's heartbeat. the thing.
1: I would absolutely watch it. I think that because I think the Kobe of it
2: mm. would
1: change the tenor of it. I'm still interested. Right. I I, right. I would absolutely watch the documentary, but I think that would color everything, necessarily co- color everything mm-hmm. because he couldn't speak for himself. Um, and that would be just looming over. Not that it wouldn't be a worthwhile project. I think it would just have, I don't think you would, I don't think I... it would be as, Uh, like, because honestly for me, maybe because I'm not a, like, a, a Detroit fan or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, I unequivocally le- left Last Dance happy. I don't know that I would leave happy from the Lakers story because you would have the footnote of Kobe.
0: Right and not honestly, not worth anything made story, but... anything made in the next decade. I, I especially if it covers Phil Jackson's career as yeah. a Laker. Uh it, it would have to be him talking about Kobe, and it would be called Mamba. And yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you're and you'd have to right. deal
1: with the because Kobe was honestly who I was thinking of when I was saying people who some of their off court stuff is right.
0: But still uh, a total dream boat,
1: no, that's what, I remember I said not that because of that um right, I don't know, we could play the tape back if uh but like, and so I think that it's gonna be a long time before we if ever we can have like a clear eyed conversation about that piece of things,
2: mm-hmm,
1: um yeah, I mean it, it but also the last dance also was shot or was shot back then, but like was put together so many years later, so maybe. It may be in 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Or they'll just won't cover any of that stuff. But Kobe won't be the one not covering it. Like, we don't really talk about Michael Jordan's gambling in a... Oh, sure they do. Well, unless not and, in a... They
0: absolutely talk they co- about it. They yes, talk about it in from... the criminality of the media.
1: Yes. You know what I mean? They talk about it from, literally from Michael Jordan's point of view.
0: Yeah. yeah. But
1: you can't talk the Kobe case from Kobe's point of view because Kobe can't tell the story. So it would be other people's... I don't know, man. No, I I get it. Again, I will watch this. I'm interested. I love Dynasty. I don't love Dynasty. That's just true. But I like documentaries about dynasties. I mean,
0: yes. Dynasty sports are hard to love unless it's your dynasty.
1: Yeah, exactly. And yeah, you grew up in Chicago, so it's a very different feeling.
0: I I was born into the Bulls dynasty, which is like, Fucking nuts! I mean, <laughs> I was.
1: Bob. That's like somebody saying, "I was born a Yankee fan."
0: I was. It was born into me. it. Uh, on the tail of, you know, uh, obviously the Chicago Bears have had a much uh more speckled yes, uh, history with success, road. but I was born like a year after the Bears winning yeah. their very first Super Bowl, right, and their first championship of the Super Bowl era, um, and then. Almost immediately after that, I think I was probably, like, four or five years old. No, six six or seven years old when the Bulls started winning championships. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's, it's something. It's, it's something very... Well,
1: and again, that's and part of why The Last Dance is so powerful, too. It's like, not only you were born into the fandom and the dynasty, but also mm-hmm. it was a really compelling... It was really, I mean, they were playing basketball at a level that no one else was playing, but also with heart. I don't know. It all, everybody was watching the Bulls. Well,
0: yes, exactly. I feel
1: like it's some, it's different, uh, but I feel like Golden State sometimes has that, right? Like, it doesn't matter who you're a fan of, but. Watching goal, Steph Curry watching hit Steph Curry the, yeah. the
0: longest threes in the game. like Yeah, it it's
1: just, that's just, that's, like, just joy. Now, if you But there
0: heard, is a thing, like, in popular culture in the 90s, like, not to take anything away from yeah. Steph Curry, but, sure. I mean, there was a thing where your team just getting annihilated by Michael Jordan mm-hmm. was, like, celebrated. Yeah. Like, you wanted tickets to uh, the Bulls game Yes. If you were a Knicks fan, if you were a Pistons fan, like you're whatever, right. like, and you may have hated them and hated him for it, but right. you had to be there to watch mm-hmm. the greatest the play of the game. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if I don't know if Steph Curry has that. I would say definitely much closer. Kobe and uh, LeBron James yeah, definitely right. have that sort of status.
1: Oh man, I love basketball.
0: I know you do, girl. I'm good. <laughs> look, my. I hate to I hate to get excited about it, but my, as of recording, my Chicago Bears are three and zero right now.
1: Hey, congratulations! Worst I'm...
0: undefeated team in the league. I'm really excited about it.
1: <laughs> Honestly, being undefeated is great. Um, I I we you talk about being born into a dynasty. I was born into the opposite of a dynasty. Yeah. And so I don't think I will ever like football because to me, football <laughs> is just pain, loss uh source of bad moods
0: yeah i get it i get it every and every decade or so there's 2003 defensive squad there was the 2007 super bowl uh defeat 2018 17 uh you know went into the playoffs again like the bears will make a show of it every once in a while uh it's never very meaningful but but, you know, those there aren't Browns. That many, those yeah, Browns, <laughs> man. There
1: aren't that many teams that have never won a Super Bowl. Never uh, been.
2: How
0: many are left?
1: I it, is it just the Browns? I mean, I think of the original teams, it might just be the Browns. Cuz they're not an expansion team. I mean, they are whatever, you know.
0: Yeah, if you're going by like yeah, 1930s so, <laughs> standards, yeah, they're well, an
1: expansion team. No, I mean cuz you could you could say and it's not, it would be it would be disingenuous, but it's the kind of thing you have to do. It's the magical thing you have to do when you lose all the time. Okay. You could say that the team that became the Ravens that have won championships have the are a descendant of the Browns.
0: Interesting. A person not... could
1: could say that in a sad <laughs> A person could reflection. say that.
0: Uh so uh Arizona for... Cardinals, uh mm-hmm. won Super Bowl appearance in two thousand nine. Okay. Didn't win. Tennessee Titans which, you know, doesn't, I believe doesn't count the Houston Oilers, but yeah. it may, it may. Um, one appearance in the year 2000.
1: Okay.
0: Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, so they're definitely not accounting that because the, as the, oh, the Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. That's so weird to I fucking know. say. It that was- is so weird to fucking say. Fuck them. Give them back to San Diego. We fucking yeah. hate the Chargers here. And they love the Chargers in San Diego.
1: It makes me so crazy. I know. We don't really need a football team there, but whatever. I understand yeah, I mean, that there are people who really... But, like, we have UCLA and USC. We're fine. We're yeah, fine. Yeah, I don't
0: know. I have met enough Rams fans okay. who were just delighted at the All return right. of Honestly, the Rams. yeah,
1: I, I guess I want people to be happy. Just because yeah. I inherited a football fandom that just only causes pain. And it doesn't yeah. even cause me pain, because I just refused to join. <laughs> but... yeah then just never lived i lived i grew up in dc or outside dc but like right growing up your option was the redskins the washington Mm -hmm. football team thumbs down then i went to college in missouri but in the middle of missouri so halfway between st louis and (laughs) and kansas city so there's not really a clear favorite well i mean
0: you know during the kurt warner era you're a rams fan and uh, See, I'm not Steve a fair. Young, Steve Here's Young before that.
1: Before age and now, I will admit, and but I didn't stick with it. When I was a little kid and that we lived in uh outside Berkeley, my mom went to grad school at Berkeley. Mm-hmm. I became a Niners fan at that point.
0: Okay. I and that was that during the Steve Young era?
1: I think it was early or had he Steve moved Young.
0: On. Okay.
1: Maybe. Uh it was definitely post Montana Montana. Yeah. yeah. Um I'd have to look the exact years. But yeah, I so like my starter jacket was a Niners jacket.
0: That's cool. And Nine I were the think the Raiders.
1: Oh, that is weird.
0: You <laughs> couldn't get Bears. You couldn't get a Bears starter jacket in Chicago. It was literally um, impossible in the fucking 90s.
1: Well, if you had just like gone to like Green Bay, I bet you could have gotten one.
0: <laughs> no, they're not allowed. They weren't allowed oh, to Oh, they over don't sell. they line. burn them. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um yeah so I think if I had st- that and, you know it's not a regret but I think if I had stuck with this idea of being a Niners fan if I just held on to it and just mm-hmm. made it my thing right I think I could have developed a passion for football that others have I mean honestly I, I
0: I think so it's hard to hate the 49ers they are a storied uh yeah. team amazing they've had so many great moments uh in and out of the spotlight and coaching and players and all that stuff championships out the wazoo 49ers fans are so uninteresting to me
1: (laughs) so maybe that's what maybe that was the instinct i was like i don't want to be a boring person right right
0: like come on all right you're gonna be a 49ers fan no i like that you're a browns fan we got something (laughs) to talk about but also i did want to finish this list uh, LA Chargers then obviously San Diego Chargers one appearance 1995 and taking up the rear Cleveland Browns zero appearances last Super Bowl appearance NA
2: well, So they are the yeah, last non-winning the last winning
0: team of five non-winning teams they are the only one to have never appeared in a
1: Super Bowl. and you know what I, yeah but that they did win championships before the the uh, nfl existed right
0: right and honestly without one fucking super bowl before my birth the bears are in that exact same boat like <laughs> and most of the championships the bears won was when the team was when the league was two teams and the bears and the packers <laughs> went every year and the fucking car hadn't been invented yet
1: yeah it was a long time ago here's so... football's a long story uh but I don't think football could have, I don't know that there's a team. I'm trying to think of it. I don't think there's a team that could do like the last dance kind of documentary that mm-hmm. would be so universally both like of a phenomenon that was so national, but that would be interesting to everyone. Cause I think it you couldn't
0: could, be the Pats. They're too no. uh, polarized. I think you
1: could do, even though I don't know that everybody would be into all of the players, but I think you could do the, um, the Red Sox when they broke the, which I'm sure there already is a few documentaries. Oh
0: about. yeah, absolutely. And they were they were big. They were big celebrities. Yeah. The year that they won. That was Johnny Damon mm-hmm. and um, uh, other guys. I can't remember.
1: <laughs> was Nomo? On that? I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, um,
1: but yeah. So I think there's, t- yeah. But I, you're right. I think I don't think the Patriots. I don't think people would. I think they. I don't know that that we've come back around to all of us loving them or that. It, and it's it's not
0: dynasty style, but you could yeah. absolutely make a a documentary about the final John Elway, like Shannon Sharp mm-hmm. uh, Broncos that yeah. beat the Packers. Um, right. Was that no? Or did the Packers beat them in the Super Bowl? I know they I won know. one Super Bowl. I think they beat the Packers in that Super Bowl. Like you could do you could do that documentary. Yeah. but Maybe now are, we're just
1: pitching 30 for 30s. I don't know yeah. that we're I don't know that. Yeah, I think you would need something really special to do.
0: I mean, you know, Elway refusing to retire for one more Super Bowl push and finally getting there. It's but it, it, you're right. It's like a story you can tell in forty minutes.
1: Yeah, and there really aren't that many Michael Jordan. I think you could do, and I think you have to wait because we don't know where it's going to end. Mm-hmm. But I think the Venus, uh, the Williams sisters slash the Serena Williams story be very interesting as a long form documentary like this
2: okay yeah
1: because i think she's because especially when you get into like the way the media treats her and Mm -hmm. the way she chooses like all of it i think is i think there could, i think there's juicy enough that you could get but i don't know are you gonna get food poisoning before a finals game i don't you're not i don't know maybe it's just once in a lifetime
0: How many delivery guys do you think brought that pizza? I mean, I know there's some people say two. (laughs) Some people say five. How many delivery guys were there? That is...
1: If he was actually food poisoned...
0: Like, intentionally.
1: Intentionally. Someone would have said it was them.
0: Al-Qaeda would have stepped up.
1: (laughs) All right, we are about to talk about one of the best most pivotal episodes <laughs> of this show. We've, uh, we, this is what we do, but I, we got to get into it.
0: Yes, so yes,
1: I yes. don't even remember. What, oh, I now do. Okay. So we open yep. with Veronica getting onto an elevator with Logan and he Going calls her to
0: the penthouse. Yeah. And he
1: calls her a hoe.
0: Yep. Hi ho.
1: I said in my notes that he's really an old form and it's true. He is being like beginning or this time in the first season, Logan. Now he's yeah. It's very season one.
0: And what we learn about the sort of performance of many of the characters, like, it Mm -hmm. almost seems like we should expect him to be in on it, in hindsight. Yeah. But he is not. He is just as angry as he has ever been. Well, he's a pawn.
1: Because he's being, like, Veronica, because the next thing that happens is Kendall is getting out of the shower at Veronica's house, at Mm -hmm. Duncan's room.
0: And Logan is right there to bait uh veronica and to getting into her insecurities and it's so shocking that she like has her little you know quips spars a little with kendall and then storms out of the penthouse like who is that what character is that because it doesn't feel like veronica to
1: me you're picking up on something maybe it's a performance what and i guess what's disappointing about this or or, like, just back to, like, oh, God, Logan. And just because Donut is leaving the picture does not mean I'm all of a sudden going to be pro-Logan all the time, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry if you were hoping that as soon as Do- Duncan leaves, I have more patience for Logan. Yeah, but, even
0: spending weeks and months uh, learning to hate Donut. I'm not ready to jump on the LOV.
1: Not, I mean, there is a moment later in this season that they almost get me.
0: But almost. we're not there
1: yet. Um. Because what we're at is Logan gossips with Dick about it. And not mm-hmm. just does he do that. Veronica and Duncan bank on him doing that. Yep. He's not only is he not in on it, he is being played.
0: How did they get Kendall involved?
1: I Would think Duncan think they just, just invited her, her over.
0: Uh, oh, and she was like, oh, well. If I'm getting invited over, then I better make it make I mean, it a little he sexy might have tra- even,
1: Or he might have even said to her, like, you know, before before I get home, I'd like you to be showered.
0: Oh god! I what? Mean, I mean, if you phrase it correctly, <laughs> if you phrase it correctly, you can make it like a fun, sexy game.
1: <laughs> you don't think I'd like you to be showered is fun and sexy?
0: Um, wash off that pussy before I get home. <laughs>
1: I don't want no extra stank.
0: Oh God! Um, no, no. The the key to your new lover's heart is be yes. to be like, I definitely want that extra stank.
1: <laughs> I mean, shower before I get home is never a nice thing to say to someone.
0: Or you do it in like a a dom way, and it's like fucking wash off that dirty body of yours.
1: Still okay in a dom way, okay. But it doesn't
0: feel very donut, though.
1: No. And it's also, it shows a lack of patience, too. Because it's like, because showers, and I'm a quick shower, but even so, showers don't take that long. So you're saying, like, I'm not willing to wait. I guess that could be hot, too. I'm not willing right. to wait the extra 10 minutes when I get home. Be
0: wet and naked when I get home. That's it, the it,
1: answer. That's how you say it. it, it <laughs> we got it. Um, Speaking of things that are saucy.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: Logan makes an orgasm reference
0: do remind me
1: kendall is like you know when you call oh, me oh yes. yeah you know, call me at two in the morning like i'm a bag of cheetos or whatever she says she's yeah. so weird but you
0: man. always come
1: yes i was like wow censors you really fell asleep at the we-? i'm sure they spelled it properly but yeah yeah um i was like censors you really i mean because logan is not delivering that at- meaning you always show up that's not what Logan yeah. is saying. No,
0: I get the innuendo. Are you? <laughs> Are you letting just, me know?
1: No, I'm just saying they slipped. It's sort of like the shocker stuff that they've done. Like this is. Yeah, I don't uh, yeah. think that the UPN censors were support were, would uh, approve of what uh, is being said on this teen show.
2: Yeah,
0: I agree.
1: Okay, but we ha- have we gotten into the thing you wanted to bring up.
0: The thing I wanted to bring up is the next thing at the school. When they have a Because You're My Sister style blowout, but not in the privacy of just the two of them. I am so blown away and disappointed in myself as a viewer that I ever fell for their elaborate ruse. Because the first time I watched it, probably the second, I bought it hook, line, and sinker. And last night when I was watching it, it is so obviously a fucking ruse. Yeah.
1: It's out of character for both of them.
0: It is outrageously out of character. But we are,
1: and we skipped over these parts because we knew we were going to get to it in this episode. But in the last episode, we get kind of, we see what an actual fight between them would be. Mm -hmm. Because she says, hey, guess what? Meg's pregnant. And he's like, yep, I know. And she's like, oh, you know. And he's like, well, it's not your business. And she's like. (laughs) How the fuck would that be my <laughs> Yeah, you're right. So she gets he gets closed off and quiet and she gets mean and even extra snarky about it. That's yeah. how they would actually fight. Again, that no is one can how they fight them. And no one yes. is around to hear it. So that yes. is and then when somebody walks up, she flips the switch to be public and he's they both they neither of them let on. I can't remember who walks over to them. Is it Logan? Is it? Uh, Oh no! Dick is there
0: right before. Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. Well, Dick's there to say, "Hey, Meg's awake."
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And it's like, oh, well, that's a whole new. Hey, don't worry. You
0: know, even our even our governor has an illegitimate kid.
1: (laughs) Dick's there to be like, "Yo, yo, yo!" That's not Dick. I'm
0: Andrew Dice Dick.
1: (laughs) Um. So, so they they so that's how they fight. She gets more bitter and sarcastic, mm-hmm. and he withdraws. That's how they actually fight. Yes. Um. They,
0: they do not have big public no. screaming matches to establish a fucking alibi.
1: <laughs> yes, it's like a and it's brutal. Like if you if it was true, it would be both of them being completely out of control of themselves, right. which is not how they act. And it, now, would she fight like that with Logan? 100 she still wouldn't be happy to do it in front of people but it would be overcome because they're passionate yes but yeah and
0: but i mean to you know to go to the success of their ruse yeah are this student is the student body of neptune high able to identify that and recognize it as strange or will they be so overcome with the juiciness of the goss Mm -hmm. that it'll spread like wildfire and that way, when the FBI arrives, having not really known either of them, all they hear about is the big public falling out that they have at the school. Yeah. Like, I it is a juicy yeah, trap.
1: It's a juicy trap. And honestly, like, yeah, because especially because neither of these people are like that all the time. So you'd also be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. hmm.
0: Um, and like, ooh, I'm this sure. This is like a return to sophomore year when we got to gossip about these two.
1: Totally. And I'm sure that in the gossip circles, the idea that Meg is in a coma and what's going to happen when w- Meg wakes up as a thing, and then Meg dies and there's a baby. I mean, that's like, that is a lot of meat on that bone of just yeah. of just like, if you want to talk about people, there's yeah. a lot to talk about. There's a lot to be like, well, what do you think? Oh, what's he going to do? You know, he has money, but did-? like, there's so much into She's throwing meat to the hyenas.
2: Yeah, it's absolutely. great. And now, they're loving he, it.
1: I thought what you were going to bring up was a pre-reference to Frozen. What? <laughs> Dick walks Does over. Does she say
0: let it go at some point?
1: Dick says to Veronica, because he's, like, you know, he's like, yeah, of course, Duncan's fucked Kendall. Like, who hasn't? She's the town bicycle or whatever. And then he's like, hey, you got to let it go. Take a deep breath and let it go. Which is a, a big song that's, in the movie Frozen.
0: Yeah, I understand. It's okay. Just, I, that's uh, something I certainly wouldn't have caught.
1: Okay. I don't I know. I didn't see Frozen. I
0: didn't see Frozen. I don't know. I, I don't
1: know. <laughs> you've I heard, get it. You've heard the Let It Go song.
0: I've heard the Let It Go.
1: Um, I'm
0: more of a Moana guy.
1: I was kind of kidding that I thought that would be what you caught. I just gotcha. wanted to double back and catch it and grab it. Okay. All
0: right. Good job. Um, good job. Thanks. Well done.
1: We also have Weagle, Weevil and Logan working together.
0: Yes, in very sneaky way, is implementing uh, secret agents and Dick Casablancas and smint packages with the <laughs> with the label replaced.
1: Mm-hmm. We got to. <laughs> I dude.
0: I was so excited when I saw that smint box. I love Yeah. What happened?
1: I don't know. Dementos still exist.
0: Do they now?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm asking.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: Okay. Yep. I just haven't been in the market for a really long time. Mints, though, I will say. I mean, part of it is I have Invisalign, so I'm not to do mints. You can't really eat stuff while you have it in.
2: Hmm.
1: But the mask thing, the, the having mask? a mint is helpful.
2: Oh <laughs> if God! You, yes.
1: <laughs> If yes. you have any stank on your breath, you're the one who has to deal with it yeah. up close and personal.
0: It, it, it is eye-opening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's upsetting. I'm like, oh, my God. I was doing this to people after lunch? I didn't know I was doing this to people. After coffee? Who knew?
0: Yep. Yep. Um, Absolutely. And
1: especially because I live alone. I mean, I still brush my teeth, but I live alone, so like I'm also not thinking about my breath. Yeah. In, like, in Watcher doesn't of, care. St- yeah. In terms of, st- yeah, and his breath stinks. Like, in terms of sneaky breath, I really wasn't, other than when I, except for the mask time, I'm not thinking about it at all. I think about I mean, dental the hygiene, s- The sure. silver
0: lining of it, the, like, glass half full version is now that we're standing six feet away from everyone and mm-hmm. wearing a mask, you are, you're completely immune to offending people with your bad breath. That's
1: true. And honestly, I'm not, the only stinky breath I'm smelling is my dog. I don't have to yep. smell anyone's breath.
0: That's right. The-
1: um. But yeah, I miss mints, too.
0: Yeah, Smints were great. No Smint, no kiss. Uh,
1: do you have a favorite song of Veronica's mixtape, her breakup mixtape?
0: Um, the uh, Virgin Suicide uh, soundtrack.
1: <laughs> is that what it is?
0: Yeah, that's the disc that oh, she puts in.
1: I didn't realize that. I it was a weird collection of songs.
0: Yeah, because it includes um,
1: "How Do You Mend a Broken Heart." Mm-hmm. Um, it includes. I don't think the Paula Cole is on that.
0: Which one is that? Is that Not the. Uh... Way, no. A...
1: Honestly, that, I... I believe,
0: is yeah. when she breaks up with Piz or some shit. No, no, no. That happens order.
1: in this episode. Oh, it is? She is laying on the floor listening to that Paula Cole song, which is also oh, a theme okay. song from uh, Dawson's Creek.
0: Dawson's Creek. Okay. That one does. Okay. So you, that's in her sadness mix, but you're saying you don't believe that to be on the Virgin Suicide soundtrack? I
1: don't think so, because I think the Virgin Suicide soundtrack is. All, so
0: the only time uh, we see her put a disc in is when she's playing the Al yes. Green in my song, mind, and that I, disc yes. was The Virgin Suicides.
1: Yes, and then she plays like uh, the Holly song about how the air that all, all I need, need is
0: the air that I breathe. Which, yeah. yeah. That's my, I mean, that's my pick. I fucking love that song. It's a great song. And I love song. that song because of Alfalfa's rendition of it in the 1994 Little Rascals movie.
1: That's a movie that goes up there, I think, with like Dennis the Menace in that, yes, I consumed it as a child. Is it good? I that don't know. That is one
0: I remember very specifically in the early, early days of same day shipping uh, <laughs> getting absolutely dragged for my positive <laughs> reviews of the Little Rascal <laughs> movie. <laughs> and my three. I, I thought friends uh really fucking took me down a peg or two.
1: I'm sorry that happened to you It's
0: quite all right <laughs> i was being I was being groomed
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you don't even feel it
0: exactly
1: <laughs> uh. um, but hey, oh, and then Wallace comes over, Wallace, who is also not in the loop, but that's just for his safety. Yes. Like Logan yes. has reason to be offended cuz he was used mm-hmm. as a tool whereas Wallace yeah. was not used by this.
0: No, and it, it would be they have a very delicate situation now, mm-hmm. I would say. Um he's he's got trust issues with everyone around him. Yeah. He's going through some pretty hard stuff that Veronica's going to find out about um through uh, search engine Olympics and uh for the first thing that he gets coming back to Veronica is like a really fucking high stakes assignment would be too much. And I'm I'm glad she didn't ask him for anything in this caper.
1: Yeah. Or Mac.
0: I and mean, she keeps Mac clean too, which is yes, good. Which is like she I think she understands the gravity of what she's about to do.
1: Yes. I think she understands the gravity of it and also she's trying to be essentialist probably. It's like the only the people that she needs
0: yeah uh, and if but, you think about it if Celeste asked her or Vinnie Van Lowe go down like how bad is uh, Veronica really gonna feel
1: well and they I think they need they're necessary for the plan Wallace has no utility in the plan and doesn't right. like being used by her
2: mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. like
1: again if Logan has every reason to be very mad at his best friend Duncan because he was straight up used
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Um, unless we're supposed to think that Kendall told Dick about the weird Duncan thing, but I—that doesn't sound right.
0: <laughs> I'm going over to I'm going over to Duncan's house to have sex.
1: <laughs> he told I me to I mean, I I shower. See it. I
0: could see it. Yeah, yeah. He told me to wash my wash my vagina place.
1: Mm. Yeah, because she doesn't wash her hair. Her hair is dry as a bone.
0: Oh no, she did that ahead of time. Yeah, she made that. Yeah, she made that look good.
1: Um, I adore the Veronica, because Veronica gets arrested.
0: Yeah. Because
1: Duncan has kidnapped Faith Manning, which mm-hmm. is his baby. So Veronica gets arrested, and the lineup they do is so funny. It's so mean. W- which one? Uh, Lamb finds, like, five of the most road hard and put away wet paws. Oh, he the line. Find-
0: yes, yes. I'm sorry. I misheard. Yes the lineup is incredible.
1: So, mm. It's so like, it's great. Um, it's
0: really fun. And Veronica, I know we've alluded to it before, but she's so tiny.
1: She is a tiny little woman. Um, uh, and though
2: I'm not I don't, who's well, I was she to light up.
0: Uh because she was spotted. This is before the hotel manager in oh, Big Bear. Yes. Somebody oh, spotted her. The,
1: the jewelry.
0: Yes, the jewelry yes. broker. Because she had some stolen goods that she was willfully ignorant of their origin. Which, of course, yes. when Donut gives you diamond earrings to sell, maybe they were lilies? Maybe. Okay, But but most likely and they this came is from the Celeste. other
1: place where, and again, Keith isn't looking for this, so, but like, Veronica would never haunt, bought, sell jewelry without asking any further questions. That's right. not Veronica.
0: Right. Unless, say, they came from Celeste directly.
1: Right, but even then she's not asking questions because she knows the answers.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm. Yes. Uh, I agree with you. Her story of, like, I just didn't want to know so I didn't ask doesn't track very well with her. Or I guess it kind of could. I could see her if it's to get what she wants out of the situation. Veronica bends her morals.
1: She'll, but I don't think Veronica would do that without the idea that she was, without thinking at least that she knows where the money is going to go and what's going on. She's not a, she's not a path.
0: So you straight up don't, you straight up don't believe that he would have, that she would have believed if he said it was for a lawyer, because that's the story that she gave in the interrogation guess, to Cliff and Keith, yeah, that was is, that they had planned to get a yeah, lawyer with that yes, money. I I buy that. Yeah, I, 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 I get that lie.
1: I guess it's it falls apart, because we go back to the way they broke up, and what the breakup looked like. Because, mm. honestly, even if they broke up, I feel like she would be trying to help him with the baby. Which, what we see instead is her moping. And not helping yeah.
0: I don't know. I, Veronica going to the sad music place after a breakup is well established, and we'll see it time and time again. I don't know. I feel like that. I I, I was duped, you see. Yes. But here's I was a, yes. completely and utterly
1: duped I by this situation. You were, I know you were duped, but we all don't have to be duped anymore because we, we've seen it multiple times, so we know. And from knowing mm-hmm. what we've seen, and again, we saw what the Veronica – what the Meg-Duncan fight, or sorry, the Veronica and Duncan fight about Meg would look like. Yeah. It would look like her getting bitter and sarcastic, him withdrawing, and then her eventually being like, okay, let's fucking do this. Let's go see her. (laughs) Like, man up, (laughs) time to get to work. And so I I guess I feel that even if he said to her, well, it's not your problem anymore because we're not together. I don't think that would mean she stops trying to help him. Now, again, I do have the hindsight of knowing that she is helping him. Right? So like I Yeah I know I'm I know I'm not wrong. So I'm <laughs> so it's easy to say.
0: Yeah, yeah, but, yeah.
1: Um anyway, so yes. Yeah, but- Look,
0: honestly, yeah. I think this case this case might be a little too big for us. This case might be a little too big for Sheriff Don Lamb.
1: Wait, but I Vinny's think we- on <sighs> Vinny's on the case. God.
0: Vinny, he can't even get a he can't even get a bugged pen into Veronica's purse. He's way Which out of his. Which is so death. funny
1: because that's literally what she did to him and didn't get away with. Yep. Now again, uh, she double bugged him.
0: Yes, she did double bug him. It would have been possible for Vinny to have a double bug, uh, and you know that kind of what we were talking about earlier to get some good information to the yeah. FBI, especially if we're going based on Veronica and Vinny are doing a well-orchestrated, well-choreographed little dance for the sake of the FBI, then for her to use that double bug as a method to confess to Keith that Grace Manning was in grave danger, Mm -hmm. and then the FBI get that information through Vinnie Van Lowe's double bug, now we're talking! Now oh we got some fucking Veronica Mark. Right, we got to get the whole
1: crew back together. They got to reshoot the ending. They res- we
0: need one deleted scene, and we're fucking well, cold
1: And we'll get to it. I guess there's a lot. There's so much to talk about. But with, if we're sticking with the Vinny thread, in the uh-huh. end, Vin, Vinny is in the loop and knows everything. I think he's yep. in the loop from the letter. That's my hypothesis.
2: Oh. So Astrid
1: okay. and, and uh, Celeste have been in, in my hypothesis of what we're watching. Right. That Celeste and Astrid have been in from the jump. But like, as far as
0: Benny knows, he's just been hired by Celeste. Yes,
1: until Veronica's like, okay, if you see Duncan, give him this letter. Mm. It's a private. It's private. Don't look at it. Which is
0: so obvious and weird. But yes,
1: and then he opens it and we see him read it. So I think that letter is probably. Let's say it's. Fr- I don't know if it's from Veronica. It might be from Celeste because I don't think he would trust if, it, if Veronica said Celeste says you should do this. But if right, it's right. Celeste and a check. If it's Celeste saying, hey, Vinny.
0: What it is, is like a, um, it's like a pin number or something. Yes. And a, uh, like a prepaid Visa card or something like that Mm -hmm. with, you know, an extra 20 grand on it.
1: Exactly. And then just coordinate. Yes. Oh, so good. Oh, man. Here's the thing. I don't love that Veronica shuts us out and tricks us. It doesn't feel great. I'm glad that I'm not watching a show that does that to me all the time. I don't think I would like that Mm -hmm. show that much, if every episode I couldn't trust that I wasn't being deliberately misled.
0: Right. Because no, we have to. We have to feel as angry as Keith feels.
1: You know what would have been cool, and I get they couldn't have done it because it would have been lampshading it probably too much. I wish we had seen her go into that cubby hole, and we could see her do something else with it. But then it would feel less, because what we see her do in that room with the music and the sad, is laying around being sad. Mm -hmm. I wish we had seen her do something with the cubbyhole, even if what we thought we were seeing in the cubbyhole was something else.
0: Now, in an episode with V.O., it would have been her getting a special memory from... You know her, Duncan, and Lily, and then saying some comment about how this is her version of the uh, air vent. Like this is how yeah. you this is how you hide things when you don't have central air. Something like that.
1: Something like that. But you're right. But I do respect that we don't get the because I think the VO lying to us or tricking us would have hurt more.
0: Yeah. No, it's too <laughs> it's too far. It's too far.
1: It would be too personal. Okay, I have a question for you what is up with this video game is that oh. a thing boys were playing
0: dead or alive volleyball it is 100% a hundred percent real thing
1: there's murders
0: it's dead or alive was a uh like a one-on-one arcade style fighting series for okay. the xbox dead or alive volleyball was a spin-off game that i believe came with uh the Xbox at a certain point. Okay. You know when they did those uh packages? Yeah. And it was like a mini it was basically a mini mission on a disc where the uh buxom fighter ladies of the Dead or Alive universe uh just hung out on a beach and played volleyball. And it was a hundred percent real and I played it.
1: Okay. Now just so I have, cause Dead or Alive when you have no context, like my brain mm-hmm sounds like zombies and stuff but this is like it could just be this is like street fighter
0: it's it's yes it's an absolute street fighter clone
1: okay yeah i really missed out
0: Mm Mm-hmm. that's what was happening
1: i mean they were having um, okay so that's i was worried it was like some weird obscure creepiness but no it's just like mainstream creepiness
0: it was mainstream creepiness for sure
1: it was an it was an outlet
0: i guess we could say (laughs) Those
1: feelings had to go somewhere. Yeah, and I am a person who literally cut pictures of boys and girls, but mainly boys, out of Abercrombie and Fitch catalogs and had them on Mm -hmm. my wall. Right. And not even, like, as a aid or something like that. No, just, like, because I liked looking at good-looking boys. Mm -hmm. So I can't really shame Dick for playing video games with boobs, video game boobs that bounce. And there's something. And so, when it, it, so what I call so creepy wasn't fair. I think if you invented that game just for this show, I would kind of that would feel creepy. But right, this was just right. what kids were playing.
0: It was what kids were playing. Yeah. Um. And there was something about it that was like non mass non masturbatory. How do you say that word you just used?
1: Mass. Oh, now I'm not going to be able to say it. Masturbation. I, masturbatory. Masturbatory.
0: Masturbatory. It was non-masturbatory male bonding in a way. It was very sure. much like the uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue of But if you could Xbox both games, read it, it at was the for, same time. It was for young men to both be in a room and uh, gaze upon bouncing fake boobies, but with a competitive nature that made it okay for them to both be in there getting turned on i think that was an aspect for it maybe just for me
1: i here's the thing i think what you're saying is proved out excellently by what we see because we're not watching the two guys there i mean obviously dick and logan are enjoying the game but neither of them are like horned up by the game they're just enjoying it so and i'm sorry for calling it creepy that wasn't fair i think because I didn't know that. No, have there is an intention it. there is an
0: intention behind it for yeah. sure. The we know what the market is.
1: Yeah. Um Okay. There's a lot to love about this episode.
2: Yep. But there's is something th-
1: that I love so much that I saw in this episode that I don't think I noticed before, or at least it didn't strike me. And it mm-hmm. may be my favorite thing ever. When Veronica throws the pen back at Vinny, did you see how he catches it?
0: Yes, one arm in the air. Yes, basket so th- catch at yes. his Yes,
1: so the the actual catch is happening in one hand. <gasps> Wait, is that it's a metaphor? Oh,
0: hand. hand, it's
1: like, oh, hand. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> He's such a master. <laughs> and he is such a mastermind. Oh, I love that man. Oh, Mogi, <gasps>
1: you fucking spotted that shit. God. <laughs> Uh, but I, I love it so much. It's like, I can't wait to try it. I mean, I, you'd have to see <laughs> something coming in low because you do the non-impressive hit, catch with one hand and then you do the, like, you know, dream reach out, you know, plucking yep. it out of the air catch that yep. isn't real the other hand. Oh, uh. I yes. Mean, oh man okay so good so good and
0: how and it's like not even like it's it's easy to miss but it is yeah. not meant for you as a viewer to miss that it just no. seems like a funny physical gag yes. from the brilliant Ken Marino but as a metaphor who wouldn't want to flash that he's doing sleight of hand and totally like Vinny would want to put his fucking super villain thumbprint totally. all over this caper He loves that shit.
1: He does. And it's not even his caper. He's just
0: excited to be involved.
1: Well, this is before the letter, so it's also like, or is he saying, I see the caper? I know the caper's happening. He's not in it yet, but he's like, I see you. Mm -hmm. You're doing a lot of show with your one hand, but your other hand is just catching the pen.
0: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's
1: so good. All right, so that's, okay. That's that's great. Easily favorite part of the episode, but... (laughs) But we haven't even really talked about the performance. No one saw coming. The casting, one would have to be a genius to do. And that is Xena Warrior FBI agent. Mm-hmm. She's so yes. good.
0: She's so good. She's so fucking tough and mm-hmm. cool. And she does her like team, me. Metaphor, and oh they've obviously god. practiced it in other small jurisdictions. I because
1: also lo- oh my god, Agent Well, her like her sidekick is silent. He just does silent acting with his eyes. Yeah. Yep. Um. No, he has a couple lines. He's not mute or anything, but uh, it's amazing. He is uh,
0: the he is the perfect backup.
1: Yeah. Oh man, when she walks into Sheriff Lamb, office she's standing there with her thumbs and her belt loops, mm-hmm. or no, in sorry, tucked into her belt. Like, oh, uh.
0: yep. She's the flash. He's the pan. It's a perfect fucking combination.
1: All right, I have a. So on the boat that they. Okay, so the so the next lead they get is some man at the <laughs> marina is saying, "Oh, the a,
0: SS SpaghettiOs."
1: Yeah, someone sold us a. I sold a boat to a teenager, which uh, red flags much? Uh, eh, you know. Uh, cash. Like, cash is a, king. Cash years. is
0: king. What are you gonna do?
1: So he sells a boat to some. To a teenager, and then they find the boat off the coast. Mm-hmm. And in on the boat are 12 cans of spaghetti oats and dirty diapers. dirty
0: diapers. It's like you would almost rather find a corpse,
1: 100%. And also, just like, but we also know that nobody's been on that boat, so they just had to load the boat up with dirty diapers. <laughs> that yeah. was what I was thinking. It's gross.
0: They were, there should have been a line where Keith is like, oh, it smells like fucking shit in here. (laughs) Just at the cold open. And then you could reveal that she was hiding them in the bathroom wall. It would have been perfect.
1: Instead of the clean ones, just dirty ones.
0: Oh, oh, God. Well, I'm glad they got all the dirty ones out of there.
1: Yes. True.
0: But it, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, Agent Morris is super smug. She's very she's even smug in the moment of suggesting that uh duncan fucking murdered his infant baby yeah. and drowned himself in the process uh but she's like she's got
1: it man she's fucking
0: on to everybody nobody's getting one past her not even that cool customer keith mars it's you know
1: yeah it's, uh, it's she's great. tough as
0: nails but she is she's getting fucking she, she doesn't even know she's getting bowled over by that little teen girl
1: well, with a team, she's not even doing it by herself. She's got a lot of she's got a lot of money and support mm-hmm. on this. Yeah. Um. Oh. Can we talk about Wallace and why he came back to town? It's very sad. <laughs>
0: Well, no, it was just because his uh, Chicago high school had basketball tryouts the year before, so he no. came back so he could play ball.
1: I saw this printed out report with a nice cover on it, <laughs> and it said that he played all of the games in Chicago up until he came back.
0: But what? But that means
1: did he lie? There must be
0: there must be some other reason that he came back.
1: And it's because he was hanging out with the star of the team. in the the middle of the night after a party and Mm -hmm. the star of the team hit a person and drove away. Yeah, Paralyzed a guy.
0: Yeah. Pretty fucking brutal.
1: And poor Wallace. I mean, I guess poor Wallace. It's really poor that guy, but Wallace couldn't he didn't do anything that night or didn't stop him or didn't turn himself in or turn anyone in, but he Mm. couldn't stay there uh, and be on a team with someone he knows he's done that. He'll
0: right away. Yeah. And then he was even, I, I like how they play his like shame to Veronica. Mm-hmm. And Veronica doesn't double down on that shame for no. him, which is nice of her to do.
1: I well, think anyone
0: else she would have.
1: Yeah. I mean, he does say to her, I mean, he does kind of come to her pretty vulnerable and is like, and she's like, why didn't you tell me? And he's like, well, because I know you're the kind of person to stand up.
0: Yeah. You would have done the right thing. But I mean, if, Dick, like we haven't seen it yet, but when we get vulnerable, Dick, when we get vulnerable, Logan, which we've had some of, she would have, she would have gone after him for yeah. something like that. But Wallace is Wallace is special. I, I maintain that their friendship is the best relationship of the show. I, and I love Wallace. She and has Veronica.
1: other fish to fry right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Next
1: yeah, week she busy. may be able to focus on this case, but right now she just has to be a good friend, and and then they'll get back to it.
2: Right. Though yep.
1: we can finish his storyline with there's an, a man by his car when he goes out after school mm-hmm. and it's a journalist all the way from Chicago. Yeah. The word is out. So there, basically, yeah, so
0: yeah. So Richard is like the, he is the next top prospect, you know, right. he's young Kobe, he's young LeBron. Um, He's already prospectively worth millions and millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And he made this bad fucking mistake, had some beer, hit and run somebody, and Wallace basically, instead of standing up to the scrutiny, bounced. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't good enough, because the word is out, and now a reporter is sniffing after him all the way in California. So it's big It's big news.
1: Yeah, it's, and it's not good for, Wallace is not going to be able to outrun this.
0: mm no. Which was his just his plan, his was to let it go away.
1: But also, I personally did so good. You can see it's at him. Like, you mm-hmm. know, because he is a good person. But also, he didn't have, like, I think if this had happened, and we'll talk about it more, I think, because we're not done with the storyline, but, like, if this had happened in Neptune, I don't, I think he may have had the, like, strength to stand up and admit the truth between his mom and Veronica and mm-hmm. Keith would have been supportive,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
1: and the little eyes of his baby brother looking up at him. Like, I think Aww. there's a lot that would have helped him find the strength to do what he knows is the right thing. But he yeah. was in Chicago. He was, ha- he was doing really well. He's playing with this guy who's going to be in the NBA uh, mm-hmm. or, you know, up until this point, look like he was going to be in the NBA. And
0: His dad, who knows
1: what the dad situation is. We haven't really, we didn't really explore that yet.
0: Um, I mean, you know, dad has obviously turned a corner, but we know from his history that he will bend the rules. Like dad, dad lives in a moral gray and sees the world that way. Whereas someone like Alicia or Keith, who was giving him guidance before, Mm -hmm. would have been like, this is the right thing to do. We know it's hard and we will help you do the right thing because that's your only option.
1: Keith would be like, I won't tell your mom, I won't call your mom, but you and I are going to get in the car and we're going to drive to the sheriff's office. I'll sit with you the whole time.
0: Exactly. Do you know what I
1: mean? And Veronica would do the same thing. I'll hold your hand while you do it. Like they Mm -hmm. are, would support him in doing the right thing where I don't know that his father would. And he certainly doesn't have a long list of people who would.
0: Right. um, And and we don't know that his father would even, maybe he would insist on doing the right thing having turned over this new leaf but we don't know that he would find out because you know keith is gonna find out just based on like Veronica's gonna notice that the social cues are off yeah and like since that night he's been acting very strange Mm -hmm. and needs help and they would have dug and found it we don't know that new dad will do that
1: yeah well and it's it's a lot to put on new dad right like to be the conscience of this teenage boy he doesn't know well,
0: um, I guess. Or if you're going to be New Dad, you're fucking in for a penny, in for a pound.
1: Well, the whole way he went about the whole thing was not ideal.
0: Oh, I don't love New Dad.
1: New Dad's not great. I mean, I love the actor, but New Dad is not yeah. great. <laughs> He's nothing compared to Keith. Keith's, Keith's the dad we all deserve.
0: Yeah. So so Wallace is Wallace is in pretty deep at this point. But, and as you alluded to, like he will... Hopefully be able to call upon reinforcements in the Veronica Mars superpowers uh, to get him through this. Right now it's looking pretty bad, but Veronica is busy getting frantic phone calls from her boyfriend (sighs) uh, that she must publicly and (laughs) performatively shout back into.
1: Yes. Uh, On a phone that she has every reason to think is tapped. Yep. Um, And so she does. It's pretty yeah. effective. There's <laughs> some overlapping dialogue, but it's fine.
0: Yeah, it seems naturalish. Yeah,
1: it's very naturalish. Um, and they are able to. Tr- uh, the FBI has tapped the phone and is able to trace the incoming call from Duncan to uh an address in Big Bear, California.
0: Mm-hmm. And they they bite hard. They immediately yeah. are like, "We've got the address." We can be there in two hours. Let's roll. And oh, and they meanwhile,
1: and we haven't seated this. Oh,
0: yes.
1: Lamb has been saying he's going to Mexico. He's Veronica, going to Mexico. And Ron's like, he doesn't even like Mexico. And, and he's Lamb's like, oh, yeah, he
0: doesn't like Mexico? Because he's on a boat and Mexico's next to water. So he's probably going to Mexico.
1: <laughs> and then when he's like, okay, briar rabbit. I was like, that's the best line. Is that the best line Lamb has ever had?
0: He likes children's literature. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um... Maybe he's reading to Grace when he's sitting outside. The- Whatever, I'm so annoyed Jesus Christ, that is <laughs> fucking
0: weird. All right, I hope that's not the case, but I'd sure.
1: rather he's reading to Grace than he's letting her just live with her abusive parents. Uh-huh. Um. Okay. Anyway, so, uh, so they go to Big Bear. So yeah.
0: So he's like, he's but like, he's on still, Mexico. Yeah. He's got all his contacts at the border, being like, look, I don't care if there's. Uh, two dozen cars Mm -hmm. trying to get into mexico today you searched them all
1: because like it was pathetic it was was
0: absolutely pathetic
1: well because everyone knows well not everyone knows but fyi and who knows what it is right now because this is a wild we're 2020 is a wild time
0: yeah i haven't been to the border and yeah if you are
1: an american citizen getting into mexico eh, it could maybe get back to it's not that bad
0: it's easier going south than it is going north. Yeah. But there's still 500 cars in front of you minimum anytime you go. I
1: wondered if it was like is there something that's like a like are they not Tijuana? Are they like the um what's that other border town that's like closer to the ocean? Is oh,
0: there a small not...
1: there's like a mini border? I'm not sure,
0: up. but that that could very well be. It. Tio- but there, and, that was not Tijuana. That was not. And the show has done the Tijuana border. Yeah, it not look like that. <laughs> I think they shot it at the Tijuana border.
1: <laughs> I, they must this have. may be like, because there is another border that's like. But again, yeah, the the huge backup is yeah. It's like what you expect at any toll anywhere in America. It's nothing. <laughs>
0: And they're like, I don't know, Sheriff. I don't think we can hold these people back very much longer. (laughs) They're honking their horns and everything.
1: I'm an exchange guy from Long Island. Long Island.
0: Hey, let's go Islanders.
1: (laughs) And Lamb's like, yes, let's go Islanders.
0: Yes, let's. uh. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I'm really more of a ducks guy.
1: I will say this episode made me want to go to Mexico.
0: <laughs> I mean, last time I was in Mexico I was with you, and it was it was so blast.
1: fun. Now, with... the, getting back over the border was—I don't remember. I don't know your experience. My—it was a very yeah. long.
0: It took like eight and a half hours. It took
1: so <laughs> many hours. I almost adopted a puppy, and by adopted <laughs> I mean bought one of the puppies. For, and I was like, "What do you do?" I still wonder, what do you do if you just buy a puppy?
0: You got to get it over. You—I mean, you put it. You, you leave you hide your it? spare tire in Mexico because you yeah. put the puppy in that. Yeah. I don't think you can. You can't bring a puppy. Across well, they're the border. selling
1: puppies a hundred yards from the border.
0: They... exactly. So uh, and at the end of the day, they go back to the border and catch all and the get all the yeah the catch all the border puppies. puppies that were abducted that were it's actually taken clean. out of the cars.
1: Those oh those puppies were so cute though.
0: Yeah. I mean, man, I ended up cute. with the right
1: dog, but. Yeah, Fletcher's great. Yeah. And I would have had to sneak it in because I didn't live in an apartment that was allowing dogs at the time. So I would have mm-hmm. had to, ha- it would have been a sneaky, bo- I would have sneak it double into sneak. America and then sneak it into my apartment. Probably yeah. would have got evicted. No, everything worked out the way it's supposed to. I believe yeah. it. In Look,
0: do what you got to do. You know I'm all for crimes of many kinds. But... If you
1: had been in the car with me, the chances of me getting one of those puppies, I think, would have gone up like 50 to 100%.
0: Oh, absolutely. But I wouldn't even think about smuggling. If I was there and someone wanted to buy a puppy, I would just be holding it the whole
1: right, but I think when we got trip. to the border patrol guy, cuz there is a guy you talk to. Mm-hmm. I don't think he wants to see a puppy in your lap. Cuz you don't have oh, yeah. get the puppy hasn't a child. You don't have papers. So for you would have I think you would have had to put the puppy in a bag mm-hmm. at your feet.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah, you would have been on you would, it would yeah, you're right. I would have made you do the dirty work. But we would have had to figure out a plan to hide the and, puppy.
0: And here's the thing: we would have thought of it like 35 minutes after the puppy was purchased.
1: Oh yeah, and it would then, have taken a long time. But then we
0: would have had like seven hours. To oh, we'd <laughs> to have so much time to practice. Details.
1: The puppy would have become a full size dog.
0: <laughs> but oh, anyway.
1: Anyway. Lamb
0: is like, no, yeah. don't let up on the border. Listen, FBI. I am the big fish in this small town, and I'm telling you that there is something going on at the border. So much so that when they drive to Big Bear, he's like, fuck it. They go east, I go south. And he goes down into Mexico, because he's hot on the trail in his mind. Well,
1: yes. Though before that, though we don't know why I'm saying that until later. But before that, dun-dun-dun, we find out. Veronica. Has been hiding Duncan in the neighbor's house.
0: Oh, yes. We didn't even mention that. (laughs) Yes,
1: Veronica. And this was actually pretty well-seeded. Like, as much as Mm -hmm. I think the show, the show purposely does not play fair with us for the first 30 minutes of this episode. Which is, again, if the show did this every other week, it would drive me crazy, I think. And I wouldn't love the show as much. But once in a a series, okay, trick me. Um, But they did seed to us. We had the clue.
0: Yes, that because, uh, Moni we, McMonerson.
1: Yes, that the neighbors had moved out next door.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: we did have. So that's so that was nice that the show did see that with us. It wasn't just like how convenient there's an empty apartment right there. Right. So it we, was graceful. It was great. Like they did a good job. And it also, there's also a time. We didn't feel one because we watched the episodes back to back, but Duncan was still in, still with his parents in Napa at New Year's. Yes. So we have, like, so by the time we get to um, the beginning of Donut Run, there has been time for Veronica to make this plan.
2: Right, So right.
1: everything does work. It's just sad because usually we're on the inside and we were on the outside of this one. Including, mm-hmm. And I think it helps. I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead again. But it helps when no, we no. have Keith and Veronica's confrontation because a lot of things Keith is saying, it's like, yeah, I'll never trust Veronica again the same way I did. I'll never trust the show Veronica Mars in the same way that I did before this episode.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the assumption that we as viewers have and the assumption that Keith has as a parent that we are always going to be on the inside mm-hmm. of this deceitful fucking crafty liar's <laughs> plans is ridiculous. It it's is an ridiculous. insane assumption for any of us to have, but until Keith vocalizes it, it like, yeah, I was right there, man, because yeah. we were supposed to be in this together. We and, and now that we're not, um but I honestly I'm not hurt by it. Um and I think the blow for me is softened by a Vinny Van Lo adventure. It's softened by a good, funny Sheriff Lamb episode because I love the villains of this show. I think they do some mm-hmm. of the best villains in TV. Even like Celeste! most lovable Celeste, Dick, uh yeah. Vinny, and Lamb. Like, this This is an all-star, like, rogues gallery for Veronica episode. Yes. And I'll take it. I'll take it. And they, we just got the return of Wallace, who we were missing desperately. Like, again, we talked about how Mac was kept out of it for her own safety the mm-hmm. same way as Wallace. But yeah. she was really the only key player that wasn't in this episode. Yeah,
1: no. The episode works. And, again, I think the first time I, the first time I saw it, I felt... strange like like this isn't the show that I thought this show was the show Mm -hmm. doesn't usually do this to me and then on rewatches certain things like the fact that we don't have a VO like Mm -hmm. it's like the first time I saw it I was like wow the show really fucking lied to me okay and then rewatching the show doesn't lie and but you don't know what to look for until you have rewatched it like seven times
0: I think that goes back to the Vinny catching the pen Yeah, where I am like, I'm much more susceptible to like a flashy spectacle. And so I wasn't really hurt by it. I was definitely duped, but not hurt that they duped me because I liked where they took me ultimately,
1: which was,
0: yeah, um, I get,
1: it's a weird thing because I like, have you ever seen, and I know I always talk about other things in the show, but have you ever seen the Columbo episode about the playboy mansion?
0: No, but I think we have talked oh, about that on ta- this one. Oh, show. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. But it's essentially an episode of Columbo where Columbo is tricked
0: for the mm-hmm. first half of
1: the episode. He gets full-on okay. tricked. He gets humiliated. He thinks he solved a crime, but he was just being tricked by these people. And then eventually solves there is a real murder and he solves the crime. It is, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I've watched every episode of many sleuth shows. I've seen every episode of Murder, She Wrote. I've seen every episode of Columbo. I right. don't know that another show has done this. Or at least no show that I hold is, like, in such high esteem.
2: Hmm.
1: Has deliberately.
0: But they didn't lie to you. Here's the thing. The character. The scenes. Was, the the characters was doing are uh,
1: aggressively misleading. Now, they're supposed to. Mislead no,
0: because cause you completely. Because we have had the conversation where you're, like, upset by shows, like, lying to you in dialogue Mm -hmm. and and i get that and that's like you know i understand that that hurts you but this isn't what it is she's doing a performance we're watching a play but just and the only difference between this and a normal caper she would do is we don't get the behind the scenes access which is a change for us but she's doing a play in a
1: room with the door closed we are the only audience for that part of the play. That's why those scenes bother me. When we're talking about the, the breakup in front of everyone, or we're talking about mm-hmm. the phone call where we know people are listening in, right. or every other bit, the, you know,
0: Kendall's, uh, appearance, yeah,
1: her in the interrogation room, the mm-hmm. scene, and, the sh- and it's only, it's like, they're, I wouldn't even call them scenes because they're like shots. But when she comes out and makes her little sad cereal, that's a performance for Keith.
2: Oh, but when okay. she's
1: alone in her room with the door closed, the only person she's tricking is us. Is us.
0: You're right. And cause what we would need to see is a Ferris Bueller scenario where she is sneaking through the wall to change a diaper. While sad music is playing. Or uh, we
1: see something that we don't understand as what it is. Like, so when she goes in there, she, like you said, she, cause we see her take away, take apart all the pictures. Like maybe she makes a pile of all the pictures of him and she sticks it by the toilet paper in her room. Mm-hmm. And then. And it's like
0: So he can have pictures to show his baby later.
1: Right. Like instead we're not on the, That's So it's really that scene that is, it's like gilding the lily. It's like, uh, there's all these other moments where you're right, we're watching it. We are just as much as a captive audience as the people she's performing the play for. But
2: mm-hmm.
1: the the scenes in her room or like the and I think it's just the two. It's when she puts on the ra- on the on the CD. So when she starts playing the first Virgin Suicide song, and then mm-hmm. later when she's listening to the Paula Cole song before Wallace comes in. It's Oh, well it was for Wallace right but we're watching it, it before for Keith, Wallace it for... is there but it's for the arrival
0: of anyone that might okay. uh catch on it, it they're look again all i could say to defend it and i am in the well, mode of like put... i've yeah, got i got to I gotta defend it but okay. but here i am uh, <laughs> no is the stakes in this caper are so much higher than anything else we've seen like yes the murder investigation gets very serious and her like almost being burned alive super super fucking serious This is legit kidnapping and moving a child out of the country. Like, she has to make this good, beginning to end with no mistakes, showing no flashes, or fucking up in any way, especially when you think about the goals of giving Keith and giving Wallace um, plausible deniability. Like, these are real-life fucking scenarios, and if she slips up and gets caught pretending to mope, when she's supposed right, to be I like, she okay. needs anyone right, in her life but- to be able to testify in front of a jury that she was a fucking mess over this breakup because sure, part of the, the narrative. Sure, but the show
1: could have chosen how they shot it differently. I'm not mad at Veronica for lying to me. She's a fictional character, and I'm with you. I don't you. think she's- the show did anything wrong. What did the show do? I think the show could have played more straight with it than they did, but they didn't. Whatever. It's a show. I. It's my feeling about the show, man. It's okay to be different. (laughs) It's okay that we don't agree. But like I don't think there I don't think there's a light bulb moment for me to feel differently about this show on this. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Interesting. I don't know. I I don't
1: I think they could have done it where we are we track with Wallace. We don't start inside the room. Starting inside Mm. the room implies a knowledge of what's happening in that room that we don't have. Right. There's ways that they could have shot it differently if they wanted to. I think that Rob Thomas, he directed this episode. He made the show he wanted to make.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, I'm not. He, wanted, I'm not us the network. he yes. wanted us to fall for his. He wanted us to fall for his. He
1: wanted to trick us. And then when you rewatch it, sometimes a, a, a twist feels inevitable. Like, in, to me, that's like the the best kind of twist is when you're rereading a book or rewatching a movie. You don't feel like uh, you lose anything because you know the twist, because. You know, you can never have that first time you see, you know, The Sixth Sense again. But mm-hmm. when you watch it again, you're going to like absorb things that you didn't do. And I would say, yeah, the second, this third, episode... fourth,
0: fifth watch becomes right. the experience we have of the... catching yourself. Yes. Yeah. And we have
1: the sleight of hand thing with Vinny Van Lowe, which even as I loved it, I didn't know what I was seeing. And now we, and we're talking So great. There's a lot in this episode where they give us the lack of voiceovers. That's huge. The show's full yep. of voiceovers usually. There's a lot. Yep. I think there's... for
0: that to even go yes. unnoticed for me so many times though shows the the effectiveness of their sleight of hand.
1: Sure, but it's not satisfying for me to watch her fake mope to no one alone in a room. Versus it's satisfying to me to rewatch her fight with Duncan and think about, oh, so this is what she's you know, or rewatching mm-hmm. the scene of her on the phone. Because you're right, it is fairly mm-hmm. naturalistic, but then once you know what's happening, you can kind of see the string. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man it's just how i mean this I is a very I, I don't know if you know maybe you don't know this is a very controversial episode of the show i'm not the only it is? yeah it is not uh an a plus from all people really yeah it's probably, oh i did yeah i
0: didn't realize that i mean i'm I, not really yeah. on the forums
1: yeah i it's it, i think it's one of those ones that it's like a top or a bottom for people
0: interesting okay
1: yeah. um also, people hate Duncan. So I think that might be part of why people hate this episode, right? Because it's a lot of Duncan. He and, is the
0: namesake of the episode. Yeah, and
1: the and I this worked for me, but the goodbye scene is like the emotional core of the episode.
0: Yeah, and, yeah.
1: Well, that and the fight with with Keith. But like, both of those, if you hate Duncan, don't really, probably wouldn't land that well.
0: Because you would just sure. like,
1: Veronica, you idiot. Who cares about Duncan? Yeah, yeah. But I
0: mean, even if that's the case for you, Hopefully the addition of the child can give you sympathy. But I know how I know how stands and anti-stands are when it comes to fictional characters. Uh things that would give you uh would give people emotional uh slack in real yeah. life don't apply.
1: No, they're too <laughs> Which is
0: totally to reasonable so. because it's fiction and that baby doesn't actually exist.
1: Yeah, neither does Grace. Like you said, she's probably dead.
0: She's probably fucking dead. <laughs> Oh, god. So what did you think of uh donuts um what do you call it? <laughs> Not puddle of mud. Uh Nickelback uh cosplay. I thought and it worked great. I didn't
1: recognize him the fr- I mean I knew to look for him this time, but the first yeah. time I saw this episode, I totally didn't recognize him when we first saw no. those hitchhikers.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um
0: it works. Um Yeah. I ask grass or, or gas. Oh, Vinny. Oh, Vinny. That must have been the most fun Vinny's ever had.
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, he doesn't seem to have any friends. He has his mom, but so this is probably the yeah. he doesn't get a lot of teamwork adventures.
0: Well, he'll he'll hang out at the River Sticks, but he's not oh, we'll see that in yeah, the future. Yeah, and are any of them yeah, yeah. friends with him? No, he's kinda <laughs> I think they know to keep him on at arm's length well, because at, you never know what Vinny's gonna get up
1: to. Yeah, and he's like paying women to be nice to him. I mean that's part of if you were a, if- Oh. Oh, no, we totally fucking skipped over? What? The fucking
0: ah, uh, Felix's tattoo. <gasps> Molly, yeah.
1: Fitzpatrick. Molly Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. That's oh, the Fitzpatrick okay. connection.
0: Yes, yeah, so okay, so we got to bounce back to the Logan and Weevil side story yes. because their, the whole goal of their partnership right now is to find out what PCH has been working with the Fitz, Fitzpatricks right. to sell drugs. Because that is the missing link in the murder of Felix. Right, Church. how do you
1: link, because we know that the person who fingered Logan is uh, works for the Fitzpatrick. So why are right. the Fitzpatricks trying to help PCHers? It must be because uh, right. a PCHer is selling drugs for the Fitzpatrick.
0: Yeah, and Weevil's like, look, I've narrowed it down to Hector and uh, Bootsy, right? It's got to be one of these two guys. And Logan's like, well, how do we know that the one working with the Fitzpatrick isn't the one who's already dead? And Weevil won't hear it. He's like, no way. Felix's older brother, Reaper, was fucking murdered by the Fitzpatrick over a bad drug deal. You think he's the one who was working with him? It's like, well, duh, Weevil. If we've established that the fucking Fitzpatricks murder people over bad drug deals, why wouldn't we think that he was the target of the fucking murder? But- (sighs)
1: Well, anyway. also, and we've talked about this with Weevil, and I love Weevil. He's one of my faves. But mm-hmm. he is someone who thinks he can run a bike gang with no drugs.
0: Right. He or thinks, no he thinks unapproved he, violence.
1: Yeah, and... he thinks that you can run this gang of criminals and not engage in the most best money-making criminal venture there is.
0: Right. And the second best, human trafficking, he wouldn't want to do that either.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's just he wouldn't on. be into it. You're right.
0: No, he likes, not cut he out for likes property crimes. He only likes property crime and anything beyond that. He's morally opposed to, which I, I don't disagree with that. Um,
1: but it means he should just go work for his uncle at the chop shop and give he up. He should being just the head go work. Gang.
0: Yeah, he should just go work for his uncle at the chop shop. And he's going to have to kowtow to the new PC uh, PCHers who are going to be a lot scarier once he's gone. Maybe maybe there's part of him that feels obligated to stay. He's like grasping at the straws of his leadership yeah, because he knows that as soon as he's gone, that someone like Bootsy or Hector will fucking rip and roll with the new violent uh, drug-dealing PCHers that could really, you know, do some damage.
1: Oh,
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Poor Weevil. It's true,
0: though, because Weevil, I think, sees them as sort of like protectors of the community, you know, the part of Neptune that's not represented by the Balboa from, County Sheriff. Yes,
1: but from the moment that he was taped to that flagpole, he was never gonna have authority with them again. Right. It was yep. over. And, so and Hector and Booty
0: fucking straight up talked about it. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, uh Thumper and yeah. Hector talked about it. Uh in the last episode. Yeah,
1: it's over. So yeah, he's holding it's... on to a thing that has been gone.
0: Yep. Um And through their capers, they figure out that Hector is indeed selling drugs. He's got a pretty solid alibi. I believe it. Uh, He claims that he was able to get Dick to pay double street value for some ecstasy. Well, Dick knew he was paying
1: double street value.
0: Yeah, he doesn't. Dick doesn't care it wasn't his money. like,
1: we knew that. So it's, like, not even whether Hector's not, like. But,
0: But, like, just the idea that it was a one-time deal because he saw the opportunity.
1: Yeah. That was his I actual remember. alibi I like, is Did that give he... him fake drugs that's what i was wondering i was like because mm-hmm. that seems very like
0: sell fake it. drugs to yeah. dick. yeah um but yeah no his story was that uh fucking 09er wanted drugs was willing to pay double street value so he just went to another o er he knew dealed and bought them at street value and then flipped them for twice the price I believe it, you know? It's a good story. Whether or not he's got an established drug operation or not, uh, I'm not, I'm not convinced one way or the other. I believe his lies. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any reason to think any of these people would work with the Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. The Fitzpatricks no, are their enemies, and they're worse, much scarier criminals. Yeah. So it's not the mo- heres the thing. Finding out about Molly Fitzpatrick makes everything make way more sense because mm-hmm. it doesn't, the lead that they're following doesn't really make sense unless someone in the PCHers was an actual badass, but we've right. seen them. They're not
2: right. I mean, if they no, were an actual bad
1: Yeah. If, if they, if they were actual badasses, they would have murdered Logan. I mean, mm-hmm. and I should I,
0: shoot a shotgun through his window,
1: but that not into his so head. St- Like, seriously, if they wanted to kill Logan, they could. Mm -hmm. And I I know we just talked about murder and gangs, and I'm not, in real life, I'm not into it. And even in the show, I'm not into it. But, like, anyone who was, the Fitzpatricks would have killed Logan. Right. Like, if if Logan shot Liam Fitzpatrick, another Fitzpatrick would have come by and killed him.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. Danny Boyd. And he would have done it without... Even like concealing it, he would have yeah. just gone. He just would have gone down for it, and then been on the inside as a protected member of a very violent gang. Yeah,
1: um, yeah no, the Fitzpatrick's are a very violent gang, and the PCHers are a
0: not. Nah, they're kids. are high school buddies kids. who
1: like to ride bikes.
0: Yeah, no. uh But yes. Yeah, so the significant of uh, the significance of the reveal that Weevil gets by. Pretending to have a tattoo done on what's already clearly a tattoo with a gun without a needle and an artist who uh, was not wearing gloves. Um, It's so so strange. They just really fucking, they really dropped the ball on that scene. Yeah. But he was like, hey, I got this illustration. I was going to do it on your buddy's chest before he got killed. Here it is. Who's the pretty girl? It's Molly Fitzpatrick. Yep. So it's starting to look a lot more. Like, maybe Felix was in bed, literally and figuratively, with the Fitzpatricks.
1: Or was fucking a Fitzpatrick, and that would be reason enough to kill him. Mm-hmm. Right? Like...
0: Yeah. Honestly, my mind went with, it was, like, a secret love, and then when Liam found out, he was like, okay, you're going to date my sister, here's the rules, you're also going to move junk for me. That's yeah. kinda That's kind of where my mind I went. I think
1: that's valid, but I th- but given what we've seen of the Fitzpatrick's, I think it could also be, you're going to be in love with my sister. Uh, you, we'll just kill you're you. are my enemies.
0: I'm yeah. getting rid
1: of you. But we'll oh, find the, out.
2: Fitzpatrick, we'll find
1: out.
0: Oh, God. <sighs> it's so good. Mogi, thank you for... I know this was a long one, but thank you for doing this fucking deep dive because these are no, two we have very to, important okay. episodes.
1: And we got to... We didn't say it explicitly. We just have to say it so we can, like, cackle about how fucking good it is. Mm-hmm. Um. Hey... Colin, how does Nickelback Duncan get over the border into Mexico? Uh
0: wait, oh I don't remember. How? Huh. But with uh with Vinny. No
1: no, no no Vinny has the baby and Astrid and they meet up with oh. him.
0: Oh Yes. Okay. He's in the trunk of Sheriff Lamb's car. Yes, yes.
1: And he like ah. eats snacks and has water bottles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, and he just leaves them covered in DNA. I know, he doesn't what care. What a fucking awesome fuck
1: you. Because once he's over,
0: oh, he's gone, man. He's gone. He he's in the
1: wind.
0: Donut is in the breeze. You know, I'm a little worried that Vinny's going to get tracked going over the border, but I have a feeling that he doesn't take traditional methods to get across the I border. I think that that's and that, that truck probably lives in Mexico full I... time.
1: Oh, yeah, he and Astrid are walking back. Yeah. <laughs> I love that I love that Astrid was there.
0: She was the cute blonde that the FBI yes. ID'd. And Big Bear with the tape recorded message. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keith is going to have a hard time forgiving Veronica, but as it'll prove significant as the series goes on, when it comes time to it, he's going to fucking ride or die with his daughter, even if it's against his wishes. Uh, yeah. Good episodes, man.
1: Great episodes. And yes, I'm sorry that I dwell... I was dwelling on some of the pieces that fe- that don't feel as good. <laughs> like, I'm sorry getting. that I let it
0: get into. I want to apologize to the listeners for getting into a, a mom and dad at the dinner table <laughs> argument with you, but. <laughs>
1: it! it's gotta happen we've you been waiting we
0: four needed... years to talk about this show i've <laughs> never
1: talked to anyone about this episode i think we needed a third person i think that would have helped because <laughs> someone would have sided with one of us and then the other person i think would have let it go
0: no i, I, I think, think that would have been even worse go. because <laughs> right now we're a couple fighting at the dinner table if we had a guest on this week, it would have been a couple I, fighting right, in front well, I of their kids. I'll say
1: that I would have stopped. I think that I don't think you or I would have tried to convince the other as strongly if there was a third person with an opinion. I think we yeah. would have said, "Okay, <laughs> different people have different opinions." But I think both of you <laughs> us were feeling like, if I just explain it to you again, you will say I'm right, and that is not going to work for either of us. No.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh um, God. Gosh,
1: was, I love doing this show with you. Oh, uh, it's so fucking fun! <laughs> oh, Mogi. and they named the
2: baby Lily. They do. Oh.
1: Mm. Let's go to Mexico God. sometime. In the absolutely times after you make all your money from your Airbnb uh, jailhouse.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a longer trip to Mexico. That's another downside. Oh, that is as downside. I won't be on the California uh, coast anymore. Yeah. Um. But hey, Mogi, how about uh, next episode we get together and we talk about uh, Richard and Wallace go to White Castle and ain't no magic mountain high
1: enough. Oh, my God. Uh, those are some good. I feel like we are now in like my yeah. this is this is the run. And I think it pretty much goes to the end of the season. I don't know. That it,
0: yeah, it absolutely so does. And we're going to get. In the coming episodes, we're going to get back to some characters that maybe you haven't been thinking about for a little while. Maybe characters that, without Wallace, uh, play no part in the lives of Neptune people. But when Wallace is around, become main characters once more.
1: characters that really are the second most famous person who is on Veronica Mars.
0: Like, characters (laughs) who have gone on... To take the Marvel Cinematic Universe by storm.
1: Personally made the Marvel Cinematic Universe gay. She <laughs> just did it. I love Tessa Thompson. We'll talk yep. more about Jackie, but I love Tessa Thompson so much.
0: Ugh, it's so good. All right, Bogie. And uh, thank you all for listening. <laughs> See you guys next time on... Come
1: on, come on now, now, sugar! sugar! <laughs> Whew, we did it, bud.
0: Wow.